the game is made up and the points do not matter. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but I'd still like to have the Vex to participate anyway. Nope. Nope. Well, this week is also a no. That is correct. But look, I would still. I'm like going to give you. I'm going to give you a worldly piece of advice here. Right? Stop doing the raids every week. Just don't do it. Don't do it for two or three weeks, and then do it again. And I guarantee you, you will get a drop because it will feel sorry for you. The fact that mm-hmm. you haven't played it. That's how it works. That's how every other exotic works in this game. You take a couple weeks off, and they, they just throw out. exotics at you. That means I'd miss out on two potential weeks of exotics, though. Uh, you're not kidding it, so no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Damn, dude! You'd, you'd, you'd miss out on two weeks of being mad that you didn't get it. <laughs> Look at like, the point side. Two weeks you don't have to be... Zero mercy, bro. Just for uh, the road. We, we, know, we know how Destiny works. <laughs> you tell Destiny you want a thing... It will work its hardest to never give you that thing. I mean, I get it, but damn. (laughs) Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter. I'm your host, the Night Demon, joined as always by Parody and the Hunter Master Rager, Respawn. <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. What up, Gator? It's because you're super excited for all the weapon, the weapon changes, all the weapon tuning. I didn't, I didn't watch any of it this week. I just, oh. I'm depressed about not getting the vex. I avoided them. Oh, it's oh, like so we'll talk about it on the show, and then I'll cry, and then mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I know we're getting buffs to the whisper. That's all I really know. No one cares about that. Yeah. There's there there's exactly one change that everyone should care about because it means I get to stop hunting for particular rolls of guns because oh. now they're all going to have them and it's going to be great and I love them. So wait, what? All right. Yeah, when yeah, so we get there? Look, that's, 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 what, that's that's in the industry what we call a teaser. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I'm teased. Consider me teased. <laughs> yeah. So because we've got loads of stuff to get into, I, I guess we start at the start and we move right along. Yeah, to start. The sound of the gong. Bong. Pretty sure he was going to put in a sound effect for that, but thank you, Parody. Hey. <laughs> Sometimes be the sound effect we want to see in the world. I don't blame you. I just I thought it was... If we can't do fun sound effects, then what are we even here for? You know what? That's a good point. I don't know why we're here. Why, why are any of us here? I don't know. Because We're here to give the people the information. Is that and... why we're here? Yeah, oh. I'm going to start with people uh, information. That's a thing. Okay, sure. I'm going to start with next week in Destiny, and I'm just going to roll straight into everything else. Roll straight into it. Just keep it rolling. They hate in. I don't know the rest of that song. Thank you. So next week in Destiny, Bungie got it wrong last week. 
it wasn't a boosted Nightfall Rewards last week, or the week that we're currently in. It's next week, so you can enjoy boosted Nightfall Rewards. Hopefully. Cross your fingers, they got it right this time. All week. You can wreak havoc when Team Scorch returns to the Crucible. And you can also take on the Fnatic in the Hollowed Lair Nightfall. And I guess that'll be the featured Grandmaster of the week. They haven't really said that the they're turning on the selection for the Grandmasters, but this is week seven of them now, so I assume that we're now onto the you can select the Grandmasters. You know, it's it's quite an important thing to tell us that the, the Grandmaster selections are going live. But again, I guess they might have forgotten, so I don't know. They might tweet out about it. It might just be there on on the Vanguard select screen that you can click on the Grandmaster and there'll be a drop down box to say which one you want to click and, and do that. Nobody knows. We'll just wait and find out. So challenges for week 13. Good news. If you've done them, you've done them. That's it. They're done. But if you haven't, just remember, master of all, completing all seasonal challenges during Season of the Lost, 75 of those to complete will give you a large pile of bright dust. Again, I think it's about 500 bright dust. Could be wrong. I haven't completed it yet. I'm still slowly going through them. But talking of bright dust, let's talk about our Reververse for week 13, the 16th of November, 2021. So for silver this week, you can buy the Rochambeau multiplayer emote. So if you've missed it this week for bright dust, for 4,250 bright dust, you can buy it for silver next week for 1,200 silver. We have the Slow Jam multiplayer emote, which is a legendary emote, which will be 800 silver. We have the exotic weapon ornament, the Ostroraptor, for the Hawk Moon. That will be for 700 silver. And then we have the Archangel Shell, which is your exotic ghost shell, for 600 silver. And for our Bright Dust for next week, you can have the Lion Tamer exotic emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Pragmatic Harrier, which is our exotic ship, for 2,000 Bright Dust. You can have the Pyramid Entrance Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. Chrome Stock Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Straw Dog Standoff, which is a legendary multiplayer emote for 1,250 Bright Dust, which I will be picking up. Very good fun. The Wanderer's Shell, the exotic ghost shell for 2,850 Bright Dust. You have the One Fell Swoop Exotic Sparrow for 2,500 Bright Dust. We have some legendary uh, gear, which will be our class-based items for the sets for the Neiman. We have the Hunter Helmet, the Titan Helmet, and the Warlock, and they will all be 1,200 Bright Dust. We have the Looking Out Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. The Remembrance Weapon Ornament for the Dead Man's Tail, which will be 1,250 Bright Dust. And finally, the Crow Projection, Ghost Projection for... 1,500 Bright Dust. That's your Eververse for the week of the 16th of November, 2021. And then moving into our Lost Sectors. So if you are still hunting down your exotic chest piece, arms, helmets, then this is the place to go and farm those. So each day you can go and farm for whichever exotic piece that you kind of need and have a chance of getting these to drop by farming the legendary or master lost sectors don't forget you can 
farm those master loss sectors as well. It's a higher chance of getting them to drop, but also it's a lot harder and you have to be a lot higher light to kind of tackle those. But I have the list of the legendary ones. Don't forget, whichever is the legendary one day will then shift the next day at the reset to be the master and so on and so forth. So, for example, Monday the 15th of November will be the K1 crew quarters on the moon, which will be giving you your arms. At the reset on Tuesday, that would then move into the master loss sectors and still continue to give arms, but a higher chance. And Time Sausage Gaming has got a guide for you for that, for the legendary version. Tuesday the 16th of November will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon, and that will give you a chess piece. Wednesday the 17th of November will be the Concealed Void on Europa, and that will be giving your helmets. Thursday the 18th of November will be the Bunker E15 on Europa, and that will be giving you legs. Friday the 19th of November will be Perdition on Europa, will be giving you arms, and PV Shifty has guides for all of those from Tuesday through to Friday. Then we have the Charming Abbey Hour on Saturday the 20th of November giving you the Bay of Drowning Wishes on the Dreaming City, a guide for chess pieces this week. And then finishing off the week, Sunday and Monday, PV Shifty again on the 21st, which is the Sunday, Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City giving you helmets. And Monday the 22nd of November, Villian's Rest on the Dreaming City will be giving you your legs. And there you go, those are your Lost Sectors starting on Monday's reset, the 15th of November through to the following Monday, the 22nd of November, 2021. Let's dive right in with This Week at Bungie for the 11th of November, 2021. We have a new emblem for you, new Trials Labs info, a long list of weapon changes, new fashion magazine cover, more Bungie bounties, and, no, not a partridge in a pear tree, it's only November. Everyone at Bungie, both trans developers and allies alike, stand in support of our transgender and gender non-conforming community. We join the call to end anti-trans violence and discrimination. The stars burn bright because of your courage, unwavering strength and pursuit of truth. Ahead of Transgender Awareness Week, which celebrates the lives of the transgender and gender non-conforming community from November 13th through to November 19th, Bungie are proud to announce that our new trans pride emblem, Be True. Your light inspires, helps guide us on all the paths to better our future. May it only shine brighter. As Transgender Awareness Week leads into Transgender Day of Remembrance on the 20th, a day to memorise the lives lost to transphobic hate and violence, Bungie also recognises the hardship this community faces. We invite anyone and everyone to join us in this remembrance by donning this new emblem. Unlock it using the code MikeLima3, Foxtrot Delta 4, November Delta 9 on our code redemption site and the link will be in the show notes but it's basically go to the bungee page go to your account redeem code and you're away during the month of november all profits from the sales of the bungee's pride pin will benefit trans lifeline in support of their efforts to provide peer support to trans people in crisis through respectful anonymous and confident communication and resources earn your honor guardian so we're going back to the lab again, guys. Trials is back this weekend that we're currently in now. So Bungie did tell us last week that they were going to change a few things up because they weren't happy with what had gone on before Iron Banner. So this week we are revisiting Trials Labs with Capture Zones, which I personally enjoyed because I managed to go flawless on that week. A quick reminder, Capture Zones is still elimination with the following changes. 30 seconds after the round starts, a Capture Zone is enabled. 
players can either capture the zone to win the round or just eliminate the other team, like normal. The capture zone has a waypoint from round start including a countdown timer so everyone will know exactly where and when it will be. The capture zone starts in the middle of the map in the first round and changes location each round because I think we had issues last time where it was just either in three different locations. So they did say they were going to mix it up with varied locations this time. So hopefully this plays out a little bit different. Hence, Charles Labs, we're still testing the game mode. So Bungie took feedback from the previous Capture Zones Labs and made the following changes. We are going to use a stronger Trials map, Endless Veil. Vale. Rather than rotating through points that give one team a significant location advantage, we are rotating through three neutral zones one at Temple, one at Mid, and one at Shrine. Players will also no longer get super energy when capturing the zone, either before or after the round ends, which kind of was a slight problem because it helped kind of snowball the effects of getting supers, because even if you'd have eliminated the rest of the enemy team, you could still capture the zone. There was that short window before kind of the round end that if somebody was already standing in it, you could kind of cap it off and all three of you would get super energy. So... Yeah, I could see that that was um, a bit of an issue. As they mentioned last week, card-based matchmaking is on all weekend, with the flawless pool being turned on Sunday morning at 10am. That's PDT, I think, so that's Pacific. I uh, believe that is about 1 Eastern and about 6 o'clock in the UK, 7 o'clock uh, European. I've no idea for Australia. Um, they don't state it in this week's TWAB. As with the previous two labs, a two times trials rank boost will be available on all weekend. Going forward, they are looking at adding end of match rewards prior to getting seven win cards, making it more worthwhile to play in the flawless pool and for increased reputation gains, especially in later ranks. We are still firming up plans, so expect more information on rewards in December. Thoughts, guys? You go back to trials, you know, the way it was not terrible two weeks ago. And I'll just quote Trials report. They were just like, Trials T TLDR. Capture Zone Trials this week on Endless Veil vale this time. All zones are in the middle, which is Temple, Mid, and Shrine. The, the Flawless Pool returns on Sunday. No more weekly win-based matchmaking. And uh, they have plans to increase the rewards of the Flawless Pool. More information in December. And Trials is still sweaty. Indeed it is. Have either of you stepped foot in the Trials this week? Not yet. I needed a buddy, and I didn't get a buddy. Because they're also they're they also they're also doing the two X trials rewards this week as well. So all exactly. your XP is all your XP is doubled, so you can earn engrams twice as quickly. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah so they made yeah. a they made a bit of a mess up, didn't they, last week when they said, "Oh, it's going to be double the nightfall rewards," and then I think I think it was two days into it they went, "Um, yeah, we made a mistake on that. It's going to be double trials, not nightfall." Mm. Yeah, yeah. So our double nightfall got pushed to next week. So if you're trying to run, trying to run double nightfall this week or this upcoming week, um, you can, but but you won't get double rewards. Right. I'm I'm waiting for the flawless pool to come back because man, the the matchmaking. That, that's the only has, thing has, that made it good, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. The, the matchmaking has been like three, you know, a, a team of three versus three randoms, and it's it doesn't go great. Sometimes it goes okay, but it doesn't go great. Has it really been that bad? It's been pretty bad. I now now I did get through the fifty win you know pinnacle reward for my Titan in the last you know, last day or so. So it, it's definitely way better than two weeks ago. I mean, absolutely hands down, no contest better than two weeks ago. It has been still not as good as it was with the flawless pool. 
Well, we're well, right. I mean, we're not to the fall spool yet this weekend, but I mean, it's still very much a endless veil is a weird. It's a weird map in that you get it. it it's hard to play against because everybody comes at you with a different loadout. Sometimes they rush you. Sometimes they sit back. Sometimes they do a little bit of both. And you can tell the teams that are good. And, you know, obviously three people playing together are absolutely going to wipe the floor with you. The bigger problem is even when you go into the team chat with your two solo buddies, nobody else goes in with you. And it, sometimes, you know, I found a couple of two stacks, but it's been mostly, you know, like me and Pan going as a two stack, like, Hey, let's go in and try this out. Looking at you, you know, 13, 17 guy on my team and your buddy rocking blue armor. So it's at least good that people are playing. Like people are still going in and playing trials. We're all just getting the floor wiped with us by the elite three stacks that are going in there, which again, Kind of is to be expected the first day or two. That's why the Flawless Pool exists. But it's, I was able to get, you know, able to get wins, just not in any kind of row. Gotcha. And it still, you know, it still feels, and again, you know, I picked up a ton of bounties, turned in a ton of bounties. I've earned, I think, at least an Ingram or two this weekend, which has been nice. So, I mean, again, play for the XP, not for the success. Have you found it better with the capture the zones rather than just standard elimination? Is there a point where it's like a bit more tactical with one of you trying to capture the zone and the other two kind of baiting the others off or trying to lure them away or defending you? Definitely. And and we've had a couple of matches that, that came down to like one of us was alive, one of us was dead. One of us, it, it would be like, you know, it'd be a two on two or two V one on the other team. And one yeah. of us would go capture the zone and the other one would sort of play offense or at least slow the other team down from getting to that zone. Now, a couple rounds we won because we were able to capture the zone. And one we won because I think the other team didn't understand the zone, had played too much control and didn't think the zone was important. And we just stood in the zone and won and they never even <clears throat> never even tried to come at us. Really? So I, 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 like the, I like the extra mechanic. I like the yeah. ability where you can, you know, you can pull off that clutch win, but just by holding an area down. Or you know, putting up putting up enough walls with the monarchs and trying to get it w- before your timer expires. So it's like it's like what we said last week. It's nice to have something different to to play with in trials. So it's not just I'm going to die over and over again. It's I, I may be able to capture this zone and win the round for you know clutch for the team. Yeah, definitely. It's a part of my struggle every weekend too is figuring out what loadout works for me. Because I am not, you know, I'm not going to jump in the air and hit you with a, a snipe or a hand cannon as I'm leaping. That's not who I am. I, I am not, I don't have those reflexes. So some of it was just coming down to figuring out what was working better. And honestly, like the, on the Titan, the Titan's ramparts with the Le Monarch, put that, put that wall up and just sort of wait for them to peek, hit them with the bow and either kill them that way, or at least, you know, put them down to the point where, you know, a, a pebble in their way will kill them. And then on the Warlock, I switched to, uh, I, I, I tried my Vigilance Wing, which I deeply, deeply enjoy, but really Crimson and Arc Buddies with the Getaway Artist Arc was were actually so deadly. Yeah, where I had some success. I ran with, I ran with two Hunters running identical loadouts with Crimson. So we ran around with three Crimsons. It's like, okay, this, this could work. This will work for me. So I think some of us just figuring out what loadout on any given weekend works for me and my play style. I can tell you what we're working for other people. But I, I just finding finding you know, which weapon I can get the kills with, or I can use you know to combat the way people are playing it. I mean, it sounds like you got your loadouts, the Lemonarch with your shield thing. 
Yeah, I was, I was working fairly that, well that, right, that, right up until nobody peeks and they tried to rush you. Right? That's the one you can shoot through? Yeah. Sight and ramparts? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been it's been good fun this weekend. Like, it's yeah, it's always frustrating, but it's frustrating. At least I'm earning things. It's not just, like, two weeks ago when you're just being destroyed and you're fodder for the other teams and that's it. So what are you, like, what are you playing trials for, Parody? Like, if you're playing trials, you got to have some kind of goal. Are you playing for armor? Are you playing for weapons? Are you playing for a specific weapon? Um, I mean, mostly playing for messengers and also just sort of banking some of the engrams. I, I, I'm really, I'm really hoping with all of these, these, you know, uh, the end of 30th anniversary and all mm-hmm. that update, I'm really hoping for a trials pool refresh. I'm really hoping they'll put the summoner like back into that pool so I can, you know, reroll that a thousand times. Cause I don't, I don't have like the God roll messenger yet, but I've got a you, couple of messengers. You can reroll it and... without it being in the pool. I think. Can no, you? you can't. No. Really? The, the, the summoner does not drop because I also, I want to go to save 14 and say, give me a summoner. And well, then not, not drop, but like not drop, but whenever you focus the engram, that's an option. You can no. focus the engram to anything you picked up anymore, nope. right? No, no. no. If, really? if, it's not, if it's not sitting on Saint 14, if you don't go to that second page of Saint 14 and it's not there, it's not available to you. And he doesn't oh. have the Astral Horizon shotgun, the whatever it's called, scout rifle, and the summoner auto rifle are not in that pool. So you cannot pick them, you know, you cannot pick them up from him. And I haven't even seen him. I don't even think they're in the loot pool at all. Even if you just turn the engrams in. No, they're not. To Rahul, yeah, they will not drop there. Like, they're just not in the game right now to acquire. So I'm really hoping, now that we've had, you know, basically a season of Destiny being up, I'm hoping basically the second part of this season, a.k.a. what would be a whole new season, that we get a refresh. Not saying it's going to happen, but it sure would be nice. The Scholar, which is the scout rifle. Ah, thank you. I have one of them. It sits in the vault because it has a terrible roll on it. So, Respawn, have you got any thoughts on trials are you are you liking the fact that they keep changing the mode do you enjoy the fact I like that the fact maybe they keep changing it but sometimes what they change it to is infuriating right yeah Thus i mean far, i'm not saying that every week's going to be something that appeals to yeah. you but maybe one week you can go hey i might try that is that yeah. something that you enjoy them doing I do, I do um the i, I don't like it being static especially static in a way i don't like um I did really enjoy it whenever they had the flawless pool, like immediately. Day one, as soon as trial starts, you go flawless, you go in a flawless pool. Boom, done. That was my favorite thus far. I know a lot of people disagree. But, um, yeah, as long as they keep changing it for the better and, and they're taking the feedback and they're understanding what people like or don't like. Uh, but, yeah, for me, trials, I, I don't like trials regardless. The only time I even play trials is when I'm trying to farm for something specific or I have a crew to run with. So, yeah. I mean, I just don't like it to begin with. The, having these changes come and go make it less um, painful, I guess. So, yeah. yeah, that's always enjoyable. Is is there something... I, I know you were farming for something before. Is there something in the, as a trials drop that's not in the game right now, a.k.a. the summoner, is there something you would be farming for if it were available to you to farm? Or is there the messenger? I still don't have my god roll messenger. Then yeah. why why have you not been farming for messengers? Because I just haven't liked the game mode and I haven't had a team. You, you, yeah, mm, okay. I yeah. mean, it's, it's double XP. You could just go in and just play and turn in bounties and earn XP and get a couple of engrams every weekend. 
to turn into right. messengers. You, I, you I know, I know that, but like, I know that, but the problem is, it's, I, if I don't have someone that I can hang out with and talk to while I'm playing, it's it's a miserable experience, and I don't want to do it. It's no, not I'm fun just, to me, you yeah, know. Sure. I mean, what you're saying is absolutely correct. Regardless of having a team together, I could be farming messengers, but it would be like, you know, eating chalk at this point. I just, it just would not be fun for me. Mm. And for those out there that have eaten chalk, I don't know quite what that tastes like. <laughs> or even if that is good, but to me, that sounds like it wouldn't be good. So, whatever. don't we don't recommend chalk. No chalk. Charles talk over and done with because I think. I mean, unless you're really into PvP, which, unfortunately, this season has kind of turned into the PvP talk with so many trials changes, so many changes to do with how PvP's working with weapons. It's If you're not a fan of PvP, this season really hasn't been for you for listening to what's happening with Bungie, to be honest. Yeah, just just check out until February. <laughs> oh no no don't check out until february check out until the 7th of december where there will be more pvp to talk about <laughs> <laughs> no a there's dungeon, a dungeon P- there's dungeon pvp dungeon you have to fight zur you have to 1v1 zur that's the entire dungeon <laughs> yeah i'll take him on i good face <laughs> okay so moving on to all the new mm. buffs and nerfs coming with the 30th anniversary whatever it is yeah, and so and so to be clear, like these are not part. Like you don't have to buy the 30th anniversary pack to get these. This is basically, you know, this is basically think of this as the end of the season. Like the season started in August, it's now November. Come December would be the end of the season. This is basically the changes you see at the beginning of the new season. So you don't have to buy the pack. December 7th, when the new the new anniversary pack drops, think of it as a new season dropping. These are all the weapon changes for that. Yeah. New, new season with still the same challenges what? and it's still first right. season of the lost but yeah right yeah technically yeah. a, a right. semi refresh thing yeah 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 not a new season in new things to do but new season in that, hey um you've been playing with all this for three months let's mix it up a little bit yeah Bungie say our 30th anniversary is coming up quick and the new dungeon and cool rewards aren't the only thing that we're adding to the game we're also making a hefty tuning pass to weapons and perks. We've still got a little bit of time before these changes go live on December 7th. That's when we get the 30th anniversary drop. But in the spirit of transparency, let's get into it early. Please welcome to the stage, design lead, Chris Proctor. Now, before I kind of go through all these different things, what I'm going to say is I'm going to read through all of it. And then we can have a discussion afterwards. If you guys want to write down any notes or come up with some points that you want to discuss afterwards, we'll just go through it all, read the notes, and then we can have a discussion. Chris, good day again. We have some mid-season weapon updates ready to go live for you next month. Because the Season of the Lost is a slightly larger season than normal, we have a slightly larger mid-season tuning pass for you. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. Archetypes. Shotguns. In Season 11, we wanted to see if slugs could be viable in PvE, with a high enough reward for the risk of being close and the time it takes to aim at the head. Good news! They are viable. However, they are currently outclassing pellet shotguns as many as other, and many other special ammo options, not to mention being part of a dominant boss mounting tactic. 
we'd like to equal this a little bit. However, since pellet shotguns are easier to use than slug shotguns, they don't need a large bump. What they're going to do is reduce the slug shotgun PVE damage bonus from 30% to 20%, and they gave the pellet shotguns a 10% PVE damage bonus. Linear fusion rifles. In season 14, we bumped these up, but believe that while their potential damage output competes numerically, and they're extra hot right now because of the sweet particle deconstruction artifact mod, they can't compete with the ease of use of other damage options. Last time they got a precision damage buff. This time, it's a flat damage buff. So they're going to increase the PVE damage by 10%. Cast swords. We ship these with a high heavy attack ammo cost to offset the great melee weapon that is also a good ranged attack. But now we believe it's safe to reduce the ammo cost. So they're going to reduce that heavy ammo attack from 8 to 5. Bows. In Season 11, we bumped bow damage up by 10% versus rank-and-file enemies. Having seen this in-game for a few seasons, it seems safe to nudge them up slightly. They're going to increase the damage versus rank-and-file enemies by 10% again. Sidearms and Fusion Rifles Due to an ancient data entry error, sidearms and fusion rifle projectiles were not hitscan. Behind the scenes, the engine does the math converting a projectile from non-hitscan to hitscan if it would cover a specific distance in one frame. So this would only occur running at 60 frames per second or higher. Shout out to the specific community that has provided us with the evidence on this issue. You know who you are. So what they're going to do is they're going to increase the sidearm and fusion rifle projectile speed from 999 to 9999, which makes them hit scan regardless of the frames. Exotics. The Vex class. Yep. We overbuffed this. Did you now? And while it's kept in check by the peak shooting potential of hand cannons, etc., it's definitely melting faces. In playtests, we feel that this is strong enough to be desirable without feeling free. So, what they're going to do is they're going to reduce the aim assist stat by 25, reduce the linear fusion rifle mode aim assist cone scaler from 1.1 to 1.05 and it now requires three eliminations in PvP for a full overcharge instead of two. So what that basically means is beforehand you could get two enemy kills in PvP, especially in trials, you could get the two enemies down, kill them, and then you could switch to the linear fusion rifle to finish off the last guy, which didn't seem fair. I kind of understand this change. Fighting Lion. This wasn't a specific problem, but given the increased frustration with breach grenade launches in Crucible, it seemed like a misstep to say, we hear you. And here's an infinite ammo version of that thing that you're frustrated about in the same patch. It should be clear to everyone that a full nerf isn't needed, so they're just adjusting it. Note, this is not a full rollback. There is still a difference between almost infinite ammo and actual infinite ammo in however the weapons are used. And in playtests, we tried to abuse the infinite ammo. It was extraordinarily oppressive, much more so than we expected given that it had a ton of ammo previously. So what they're going to do is remove the multi-hit requirement, i.e. dealing any damage will grant the buff. Increase the buff to reload stat from plus 50 to plus 70. Again, reload will still be slow if you miss, but if you land any damage, Fighting Lion will reload faster than it did before the nerf. And they've increased the buff duration to 7 seconds. Arbalest. We always wanted this to have utility in high difficulty PvE activities, 
but its lack of champion mods prevented that. And it's about shield breaking already, so we're fixing that. It now has intrinsic anti-barrier. There you go. Sleeper Simulant. The delta between the sleeper and the best legendary linear fusion rifles wasn't large enough to make this a compelling option. So while it benefits from the 10% damage buff above, we've given it some additional love. So they've increased the magazine size from 3 to 4, and they've increased the PvE damage by another 6%, on top of that other 10%. So there you go. Suros Regime. Dual mode receiver always made Suros a worse 360 RPM auto rifle, but fixing that isn't as straightforward as a stat bump. This may not make this mode dominant, but at least it makes it do what it was intended. Turn it into a high impact auto rifle. Dual mode receiver now grants the following in addition to its current effects. Plus 30 of range and plus 3 of zoom. Cryosthesis 77k. Given the state of stasis in PvP at the start of Season 14, we deliberately shipped this weapon in a weak state. Which almost physically hurt us, but it was the right decision. Not wanting to contribute to the problem, now that we've had more time to evaluate the state of the sandbox, we've reworked this exotic to address its weaknesses in PvE. Specifically, the following pain points. Fire on release with the charge trigger loses all ammo on firing the free shot. So they're removing the variable trigger completely. Now fires on trigger press instead of release. This will make it feel much more responsive. Charge shot moved to special reload. Getting a final blow with the sidearm enables access to the special reload. Once the charge shot is fired, the weapon reverts back to standard sidearm mode. This does not cost all your entire magazine. And the charge shot now causes an AoE which freezes AI and slows players. Direct hits still freeze. The exotic bow Leviathan's Breath. This bow is underused. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to give it a bump, while also making its catalyst more interesting. Expect this type of catalyst tweak to become more common moving forward. So the Catalyst now grants the Archer's Tempo perk in addition to its other effects. And Archer's Tempo is... Decreases draw time after every position hit. Not sure if that's going to make a substantial change on a heavy bow, but we'll see. Whisper of the Worm. The original DPS King has fallen out of favour, with the delay before the damage buff kicking in making this weapon less than usable in short-term damage phases, and optimal sustained damage requiring all crit hits, but not sufficiently rewarding precision. What they're going to do is reduce the delay on activating Whisper Breathing, which is basically like box breathing, from the catalyst from 2.1 to 1.2 seconds. The White Nail magazine refill changed, was 3 from the inventory, but now pulls 2 from the inventory and 1 from thin air. So we've kind of half gone back on what the original nerf was because originally the whisper of the worm used to pull uh, if you hit three crits you would then get bullets out of thin air you wouldn't necessarily use any in your inventory they then decided they were going to nerf it and pull everything out of your inventory which is kind of why it's fallen out of favor so it's a kind of half road anyway and they've also increased the damage in pve by 10 percent another sniper is being looked at the darcy this sniper rifle's damage has fallen behind as other options have been buffed, and its damage is dependent on crits, while also requiring 100% time on targeting, so they've improved its ease of use and bumped up the damage. So they've reduced the flinch, the recoil, and the accuracy degradation by 50%, while Personal Assistant is active. Personal Assistant now has a 1 second delay before deactivating when off target, and it was instant, 
and they've increased the damage in PvE by 20%. Huh, interesting. Malfeasance. For a weapon all about explosions, this hand cannon's explosions were a bit underwhelming. So they've increased the explosion damage by 50%. Doesn't say whether that's just PvP or PvE. I guess we'll find out. It's going to be interesting because I've seen that one used in PvP quite a bit. Dead Man's Tail. We've seen this scout rifle's usage drop dramatically on consoles since the recent nerf. So we spent some time tuning in the way that it benefits controller players much more than mouse and keyboard. I.e. we don't believe this buff will improve the weapon much on mouse and keyboard, specifically touching hit fire with the catalyst. Note, this isn't actually branching the tuning between input devices, but the bits we touched are either only present or are much more impactful on controller. So they're increasing the reticle friction distance, no effect on keyboard or mouse. They've less the recoil, reduced the effect on keyboard or mouse. And they've improved the accuracy, reduced effect on keyboard and mouse. Okay, so a controller buffs slightly. Air apparent. There was a data error in the air apparent's catalyst resulting in it granting too much damage resistance against players. This has now been corrected, or it will be corrected. No effect in PvE, but they've reduced the damage resistance against players from 75% to 25%. The Lorentz Driver. The bonus ability energy feels extraneous when the damage buff is so strong, and we're limiting certain weapon sources of ability energy. So they're going to remove the ability energy regeneration on pickup of telemetry. Level is chosen. The ability energy granted from the perk was on a curve that isn't intuitively understood. Similar to Lorenz Driver, it seemed appropriate to adjust this in PvP. These changes aren't noticeable in PvE. So it now grants 10% ability energy per stack on activation. It was previously more generous on low stacks, less generous on high stacks. The average amount for 10 stacks are unchanged. And they've reduced the stacks granted on a Guardian defeat from 3 to 2. Perks. Adrenaline Junkie. This perk wasn't performing as well as intended. Eliminations with the weapon can now add single damage stacks or extend existing ones. The grenade elimination boosts the stack immediately to times five, and they've lowered the duration to compensate for a weapon activation. So this is very similar to how Swashbuckler works at the moment. So if you get a kill with the weapon, it will give you a one-time stack, and every kill that you get thereafter will go up to times five. Whereas if you get a kill with the grenade, it will give you immediately the grenade stack time five like swashbuckler if you get a punch kill it will go immediately to the times five so this adrenaline junkie is basically like the grenade version of swashbuckler vorpal weapon a perk that granted 15 percent bonus damage against all targets i'm going to use my heavy weapon on question mark this was a non-choice and sucked the air out of the room for all other damage perks at the same time, it was failing in its original role, giving players a reason to run a primary weapon against tougher targets. So, originally it was 15% damage on all weapons that it had it on. Now it's going to be 10% on heavy weapons, 15% on special weapons, and 20% on primary weapons. No change to the damage versus player in the super. That's good to hear. Whirlwind Blade. This was too obvious the best sword damage perk around. So while we're fine with it being a good at sustained damage, we pulled it back for the shorter fights. So they're going to increase the number of stacks needed to hit the maximum damage from 5 to 10. Pulse Monitor. 
What if instead of activating on what feels like a failed state, this activated on a state you'll be in almost every encounter, even if you're winning? Interesting. So they've changed the threshold for the activation from 90% health to 30% shield, i.e. this now requires much less damage to trigger. That's a good thing. That's a, that's a win-win. Odds. Quick access sling. The usage on this mod is very telling. It's extensively used on bows and breech grenade launchers and barely used at all on other weapons. At the same time, we've pulled down some options players had for improving their swap speed and wanting to make an option available to build towards that on all legendary weapons. We'll be watching how this feels in the wild and may revisit it later. So they're gonna change the functionality. It was plus 100% handling at 0.9 ready stow and aim down sight time for 0.4 seconds after running out of ammo. Now, it will be 0.9 ready stow time at all times. This change also applies to the swap mag perk as they use the same perk behind the scenes. Good to know. They're gonna introduce a new mod, full auto retrofit. We've seen plenty of requests for an accessibility option allowing full auto fire, particularly on fast firing semi-automatic weapons. We have a setting option in the works for a season after the Witch Queen launches, but decided to put in a stopgap to help players until we are able to ship it. So, please keep these types of suggestions coming. They've added a full auto retrofit weapon mod that enables full auto whilst the trigger is held down, usable on legendary hand cannons, sidearms, scout rifles, and pulse rifles. This will be unlocked by default for all players. The near future. Annual expansions are a good time for system level changes since they get so much more playtest time over a longer duration compared to normal seasons. We don't like that the desire for exotic catalysts is largely driven by the orbs of power generation they provide and have something in the works to let players build around that limitation. Weapon differentiation. If I had two void adapt hand cannons, one from the Surus Foundry and one from the latest raid, why do I care about one more than the other? The stats tend to be fairly close, the perk pools can be different, but there are so many perks, and it's a stretch to say that the perk pool gives the weapon its identity. We've got something shipping on all new and reissued weapons in the Witch Queen that addresses this issue directly and are working to expand the same solution to all weapons that drop in the future. We've mentioned in the last patch notes that we're not done with special ammo economy in PvP and have a further tweak coming that should help bring down the amount of ammo floating around. Exotic primary weapons already advance ammo finder mods much faster, but we want to make them feel better in hard PvE content and are adjusting all of them to reach this goal. We're adjusting some exotics, some that consistently top the PvP usage charts in oppressive ways, some that have had their perks limited to a degree that's no longer warranted. We're looking at you, chaperone. So there you go, that's all the buffs and slight changes to weapons and mods and perks coming in the 30th anniversary on December 7th. Um, Parody has apparently made notes, so <laughs> Parody, over to you. Well, half, half of my notes were just like explaining, trying to unbungee some of the bungee language because I look at the way they write things and I go, what are, what are you just trying to say? No, no, that's, that's, that's helpful, yeah. Basically, all of these are PvE changes. Like, they're not making any PvP changes. Right, linear, yeah. Linear fusion rifles, they gave a buff to. 10% damage. PvE, well, they are making PvP across the board. Decks, but we'll get, we'll get to that. 
Yeah, because that's where it's a thing. You know, our cast, caster swords, they reduce your heavy ammo cost. So your, your heavy right. attack ammo cost. So you can you use that a little bit more. Bows, uh, they're giving bows a second buff. In season 11, they got about a 10% buff to, you know, rank and file red bars. They're getting about the same buff again, giving them another 10%. So maybe bows will be viable or useful for things other than sniping people in PvP. Now, did you read the stat arms of fusion rifles? This is interesting right here. That was really interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm going to read this whole thing out for people that haven't read it yet. Due to an ancient data entry error, sidearm and fusion rifle projectiles were non-hit scanned. Right, so you have hit scan, and then you have the other thing. I can't remember what it's called, but hit scan basically. Scan. Yeah, hit scan is basically like, um, like COD. Right, it once you point at that person and fire, your bullet's gonna hit them, even if they go behind cover. The game has already decided that bullet's gonna land. Right. That's yeah. What that means. Yeah. But basically, there's no travel time. The exactly. moment you pull that trigger, that bullet has reached its target. There is no time in between. Exactly. So. Um, behind the scenes, the engine does math converting a projectile from non-hit scan to hit scan if it would cover a specific distance in one frame. So this would only occur running at 60 frames or higher. Shout out to a specific community that provided us with evidence on this issue. You know who you are. Probably talking about PC Master Race. Right. No, they're talking about Massive Breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're talking about the yeah, Massive they? Breakdown community. Yep. Well, there you go. Just Why don't you just say Massive Breakdown? Do you not like Massive Breakdown? Have they done something to offend you, Bungie? Whatever. Um, so what happens now is they've increased sidearm and fusion rifle projectile speed from 999 to 9999. So it's gone from 1,000 to 10,000, which makes them hit scan regardless of frame rate. So every sidearm and every fusion rifle are now going to be hit scan, period, flat out. That's kind of awesome. And to me, that sounds like a like a closeted huge buff for both of those uh archetypes. You know what I'm saying? That is Well one thing I was trying to understand. Like, did did it affect you if you were running in the game at under 60 frames a second? That's what I wonder, like, because it's been broken forever. Like they, they say you know, it's a data ancient bug that's been here forever. Yeah. But it only became visible, viable, useful. If you're over 60 frames a second, that's how I read that. So, like, basically, if you're playing, if you're playing D1, if you're playing D2 on a console, you weren't really affected by this because you're yeah, playing. Yeah, you, you had no expected. idea. You noticed. You didn't yeah, notice. yeah, yeah. But if you had a brand new console or playing on PC, now that PC play is a thing, yeah, and you're running over 60 frames a second, you could you could have non-hit scan things. And they there's an interesting thread that um, uh, what's his name Ring Rin Hugs on Twitter had had replied to because he I guess he's part of the I think it says you know Destiny Weapon Nerds community, aka Massive Breakdowns, where he actually goes over the like here's how we found this, here's how we started trying to look at this, here's how we, you know, looked at a very, very tiny bug. It's like these numbers don't quite match up and sort of their process to go. And we'll I'll throw the link in the show notes because it's like eight tweets that we don't need to read all eight tweets to you. But if you're curious, that's sort of some of their process. And Massive Breakdowns does have if you're wondering about, you know, what is hit scan? What does all of this mean? How do projectiles in Destiny work? Um, Massive Breakdowns, episode 225, part one. They have, I think that's where they had Chris Proctor on, and they actually go go over what these words mean, what how this works, how things are, are meant to hit scan or not hit scan. So yeah. if you're curious about all that, that's a good resource where they break it down in English for you to understand. Yeah. Another good way to understand it is like Battlefield is not hit scan. 
Because Battlefield, you have to accommodate for drop and windage and all this other crap and how fast they're moving. You actually have to aim and the bullet has travel time and you have to account for all of that in games like Battlefield. Whereas games like Destiny, Call of Duty, things like that, a lot of the weapons have hit scans. So as soon as it fires, game decides whether or not you've hit and it hits or misses regardless. It's basically how that breaks. Um, Magic bullets. Yeah. With this shotgun change, Respawn, do you feel that it's going to make the pellet shotguns viable in PvE with certain strats like in the raid like you have with the double slug shotguns no. at the moment? No. You don't think it's going to help? No. Or... No, and I'll tell okay. you why. A, uh, slug shotguns you can crit with, right? A yeah. lot easier than you can with a pellet spread, so you're going to get that extra damage from a slug where you won't get from a pellet spread. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, let's go up and look at those numbers again. So, uh, reduced slug shotgun PvE damage bonus from 30 to 20. So we're looking at like a 20% buff to to damage, whereas the pellet shotguns only get a 10% buff. Aren't right? they both... They... They they nerfed slugs ten percent. They buffed pellets ten percent. Right. Yeah. But we don't know what the original was. We know that the original was a thirty percent buff to slugs, and now it's a twenty percent buff. But pellets only get a ten percent buff. So whatever it was originally, it's got ten percent more of. Now we don't know if that's the same damage overall buff as slug shotguns. But again, slug shotguns also have the unique ability to crit a lot easier than a pellet does at further ranges, right? Um, so no, I don't think it's going to make them viable in any kind of boss strat unless you're hitting a boss like right up on somebody with like a one-two punch type of shotgun. Maybe? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe like maybe? With, with the old trench barrel that we used to have. Yeah, um, maybe there might be a build out there using trench barrel and, and um, the, the hunter exotic uh, gauntlets for one-two punch. Maybe that'll be viable now, but only ten percent. I don't see it. I don't see it making a whole lot of difference, especially this season, because um, like I just did a deep stone crypt again to help some of our climates that haven't done it yet. And yeah. this season, the fusion rifle damage on these bosses is way stronger than the the shotgun strat ever was. You know, mm. like like we easily easily one phase. Yeah, but is that because of particle team. deconstruction? Yeah, it is. It absolutely oh, yeah, totally. Is. Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely, no, this season, it, there's not going to be any shotgun strat this season, regardless of whatever buffs or nerfs they have. I think what's interesting is that with the linear fusion rifles, they, they're getting another buff on top of what they kind of, I mean, they've been tuned slightly, and they're getting an extra 10% buff. Yes. But you think, for the rest of this season, we still have that particle deconstruction, and oh. we have this increased 10% with linear fusion rifles. And I was listening to, I think it's uh, the DCP podcast this week, which I will link in the show notes, because they actually have Chris Proctor on, the guy that's actually written this week's TWAB, going over all these different things. And he goes into a bit more detail of, if you're interested, with each different thing. And he said that the linear fusion rifle buff that uh, increases in PvE damage by 10% will also be effective on the Vex class when that switches over to its linear fusion rifle mode. Right. The only thing so, with the Vex Mythic class is oh, you lose aim assist, right? So that's the big thing. That's why I'm whining about it, right? Because it's losing. No, we're not whining about it yet. You're whining about it because you don't have one. Yeah, I am, and that is the next thing actually that we haven't discussed is the Vex. Yeah, right here. The thing is with the aim assist, mm. if you're on point, you're still not gonna. It's still not gonna affect you. You're still gonna be able to hit those people. All right. So let me stop you there. 
anybody who's watched me play PvP, and anybody who's watched me play PvP on mouse and keyboard, yeah. I need that 25. <laughs> <laughs> I need okay. it, right? And, you know, they're going to take that away from me, and it's I'm not going to feel it in its heyday. I, I mean, I, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe I'll get it, you know, before this, this happens. The week I got before. It, but maybe, <laughs> right? And I just yep. won't get to feel it the way everybody else has been feeling it in Trials and, 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 and Crucible and this and that and the other, how good it feels. Yeah. And that, that's what really hurts me, you know? Getting the Vex eventually, I know I'll get it eventually. But getting it before this debuff happens is, is my problem. I want to feel what everybody's been talking about, you know? The thing is, though, with these with these nerfs to the Vex Mythoclast, they don't actually state it here, but it is actually only PvP changes. In PvE, right. it will still feel exactly the same as it does now. It will still yep. be a monster, which is what, realistically, you're going to be using it for maybe in the next raid or other PvE activities, because you are mainly PvE. So... Yep. These things, I mean, the three eliminations for the full overcharge instead of two is probably a good thing because, as I said, if you get two kills in trials, you can zap the third person just just like that by switching over to the linear fusion rifle mode, and it's not even a headshot. You know, it's just yeah. It's so... I do like that it requires three eliminations for a full overcharge. That's, yeah, that's good, right? Because I mean, for what you just said in trials, yeah, that's a good change. Is there anything that you guys want to discuss about the Fighting Lion? Any of the changes to that? I mean, it was, wasn't was something I was using. Um, again, I, I've I listened would... to a couple of podcasts this week where they've expressed views of they don't use it, and some people do, and they're excited about this. Yeah, I was sort of surprised to see the <clears throat> see the Fighting Lion, because that's not really something I've seen, in, I mean, anywhere. Yeah. it just It was sort of a strange, like... I, you know, I could totally see, like, yes, you know, having infinite grenade launcher ammo, there's that, you know, the Destiny Fun Police version of the Fighting Lion user out there who's absolutely making people's life miserable with Fighting Lion, but uh, good for them, I say? Yeah. I, I mean, especially yeah. with the infinite ammo thing. I yeah, mean, you it, it think sort of you'd see it a change. lot more, you know? Right, it was sort of a weird thing. Like, it, it is very much a niche weapon where you have to know how to use it and use it well, but I was just like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking people don't use Fighting Lion because, A, you know, it does have that bounce effect, which drives me nutty. I hate the bounce, you know? And number two, we have all these grenade launchers out there that have, um, like, a chain reaction on it or spike grenades or, you know, you get a kill, it gives you more of your super back. All these other grenade launchers mm, that thresh. can do the same thing the Fighting Lion does. Yeah, Thresh. Are just are just better than the Fighting Lion. The only The only thing the Fighting Lion has over them is, okay, yeah, you get infinite ammo. Yay. Right? Which is, yeah. I guess, strong for a grenade launcher, but it just doesn't have the power that these other legendary ones have. That's the only reason that I can see why you don't see it as much, you know? Plus, the Fighting Lion, it loads so slow after that last um, nerf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what they're saying, that if you land any damage now with the Fighting Lion, it will reload yeah. faster than it did before the nerf. Right, but you have to hit damage, and if you're as bad as I am with that damn bouncing freaking tennis ball of a grenade, <laughs> then no. <laughs> but I think it's one of those things that if you're if you're building into like grenade launchers, then this might be a good thing for you because all you have to do is get a bit of damage on them, quick swap to like a hand cannon, and finish them off. Yeah, get yeah, something. 
I did think it was interesting. They they basically said like this isn't so much a nerf to the fighting line itself, but like a response to the breach loading grenade launchers overall on Crucible. Right. Right. So I wonder if a there's a you know there's a they're looking at that class as a mm, let's do something about those in PvP a little bit, and just this is sort of the for whatever reason you know the fighting line is one we're going to touch most because that's the one people are using. Their data says, you know, and again, it's not like I play that much PvP, and I'm sure not playing any competitive right now, other than <laughs> trials. So it's like, you know, maybe, maybe it is. Yeah, you know, there's certain certain circles where that's absolutely running wild, and people are really being annoyed by it. I, there's, I definitely run into the, those grenade launcher folks in PvP, but just hasn't been the fighting line because, yeah, it's no. it, it, it takes it, it takes it's, a it's salvage or salvo. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the salvage or salvo. Mm-hmm. That's why I can so good. Yeah, but I think yeah. the thing is, in Crucible it's one of those weapons where you get damage on the person and you finish them off with something else. So you don't necessarily see it. You get hit oh, by yeah, that's, that's true. a grenade launcher. Yeah, something hits you damage, and then you die. And you only see the thing that they finish you off with. It doesn't say, oh, by the way, they paired it with this, unless you actually inspect the person. So you don't know if this yeah, is true, quite true. a good build in PvP unless you know somebody puts out a really good video and going, you should be using this. Yeah. I can't think of a single fighting lion video you've mentioned, so I don't think anybody has. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. that one off or was, something like that. That, that. that may be how I decide how I how I see what the Destiny community is up to is go, did Night Team talk about this? Has he mentioned <laughs> this weapon at all in the last six months? <laughs> so a while back, I told you guys one of the first times I was playing trials. I think it was me, I think it was our team when we were playing. We went up against a YouTuber called ZK Mushroom. Remember that? Yeah, and he just deleted us in like in seconds, right? Yeah, I would have, um, I would have uninstalled Destiny at that point if I'd have seen him on the opposite team. I would have just gone, nope, yeah, I'm no, out. I, I, I don't I, know who it was. Uh, I, I uh, never uh, heard that name. And oh, um, um, and then, uh, then, then that was probably for the best because yeah, you would have run screaming the other direction, remove Destiny if you were just like, this is the round we dance on because well, I there's just, no I mean, reason I to try. Experienced it. I didn't need, I didn't need to know what his <laughs> name was. I experienced it, and then. I, I never looked him up after that. And yesterday on my feed, a ZK Mushroom video popped up. I was like, oh, that's that guy. Let's see what the big deal is. And it's like ZK Mushroom 1v5 in, in a private match. I was like, what? Uh-huh. Right? Um, so the first private match, he lost, right? But he lost 33 to 35. I'm like, damn. So what you're saying is, hey, Bungie. What is happening with your matchmaking here? Right. Matchmaking is great, is what you're saying. Everything yeah. is all right. And then the next one he won after that, like uh, I think it was like 28 to 20, 23 or something like that. Right? Um, but the two 1v5 matches, one he only lost by two points, the other one he obliterated. I was like, yeah, I know. No, I, I know the name now. I'm going to avoid that. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just wow. They paired me against that guy. In no universe ever should I ever be paired against that guy. <laughs> There's just no way. In no Once universe should anybody in... be paired against him, unless you're also a you know 0.01% PvP player. Yeah. He's like that was that was cruel and unusual punishment, and I need mm-hmm. to talk to an adult. <laughs> anyway, like, yeah, an adult. You didn't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> different adult. Yeah. Different adult. <laughs> I need I need an adult who's not ZK Mushroom and not in my lobby. Yeah. <laughs> um, Have you guys Arbalest. got any other thoughts on the rest of the exotic weapons that are being touched? So we've got the Arbalest. Arbalest now has intrinsic anti-barrier. Sleeper. I love that. That's yeah. really, really good. Increased magazine size from three to four. Yes, please. And PvE damage? Oh. Well, the, the Ar- Now you're talking Arbalest. about Sleeper so, now. Yeah, so the Arbalest yeah. gets the anti-barrier. The Sleeper Simulant 
gets a, an additional weapon or additional Magaz- um, yeah, charge. I was trying to think of what it would laser beam, yeah. <laughs> whatever in its magazine. And yeah, and the 6% PV damage buff, which doesn't sound like much, but I feel like the sleeper, a 6% of a trillion should be usable. <laughs> also, with that extra 6%, that does stack on top of the other 10% that they, oh, they said about. Soros is going to be a monster. In it's PvP not. Next season. I think listening to Chris Proctor, it wasn't. 10% uh, and 6%, like 16% on top of uh, what it originally was. It's some weird number, and he didn't kind of go into it. He didn't elaborate yeah, on DCP. Some, some math version of that, of its... Yeah, it's this, that's this what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not just a straight addition. It's, yeah. But it, it, it yeah, it's 10% um, linear fusion rifles and this, and it's it's extra damage, basically. It's trying to make you use that weapon more. Yeah, I'm not sure about the Soros stuff. I mean, the plus 30 to range will take that up to 90 in range, I believe, because I've, I haven't used the Soros for such a long time. Um, every now and Here's... then I'll, I'll kind of pull it out and have a go. And... Well, the Soros next season is going to be a monster. Plus 30 range and plus 3 to zoom. That's that's yes. PvP better next season right there. Calling it, and then here's here's gonna be the sidearm right here. See, I never used the sidearm. Kill is still not that high. I mean, I agree. Soros is gonna, gonna gonna be a good one, but it's not like that's not a change that's gonna totally make everyone's life fall over. And I mean, it, it, plus it, it, thirty it, range is a big deal, right? But yeah. it's also for the it's the slow firing. It's a three sixty mode. It's a three sixty RPM. So it's yeah, you got more range, but it's it's a slower bullet mode. It's the, yeah, but the it, it hits harder. What do, you, what do you need, like like five shots to kill somebody with that mode? I think four or five. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, like we'll see. I see. I, yeah, I, I see remember. it being a problem next season. And this sidearm too. I never used this because of the trigger release mechanism was really weird to me. But it looks like they're just taking the it out. Cesius seventy seven K. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's what... variable trigger completely now fires on trigger press instead of release. This will make it feel much more responsive. I agree. Charge shot now causes an AOE, which freezes AI and slows play. Wait. It freezes it... AI and slows players. Wait, wait, wait. This is a sidearm, right? Yes. Yes. Hold on. Am I getting my sidearms confused? It's, it's the one freezy exotic sidearm. Oh, I was thinking of the one that's got the, the big laser beam on the bottom of it. Oh, that's the freezing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the one where I thought it was because they were like, uh, when we introduced this, it hurt us, but we, we brought it in really, really weak because oh, of where Stasis guy. was and PvP and everything, and I mean, still is. They were like, yeah, we can't bring a super overpowered Stasis weapon into the game when people are already not super happy with Stasis as a thing. So I thought it was interesting. They were like, we made it super weak, we're going to make it less super weak now, and and yeah, just, yeah, the whole oh, yeah. firing mechanism was always super weird. Like, you know, Make it weak, whatever, but the firing mechanism was a lot of what kept me from using it, because I'm like, I don't understand this gun. Like, I know how to use it, but it just seems like more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, trigger release should not be how you fire a weapon. That's just weird. Leviathan's breath. Archer's tempo! No! <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> that's a good change. Now, what I didn't realize until I was, again, listening to the other podcasts, is that this is quite a, a unique bow to be using in Gambit. This is the Gambit Invaders bow. So they were all getting quite excited about the fact that it's now got the Archer's Tempo, which I was like, mm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking kind of boss damage or kind of, I, I very rarely take something like this into PvP. But 
they were explaining you you can literally get a body shot on somebody and they will die. Yeah, and if you get a kill, the archer's tempo will kick in. You can then you know go to town on on the opposite team. So it's a definitely you know it's a good one for Gambit. Yeah, a good one apparently. for. I mean, I love it Who in knew? PVE too. That's a phenomenal bow, dude. And the cool thing about that is, you know how you have to have heavy ammo finder to have heavy weapons uh, ammo pop up. Well, you this also stacks with um. Uh, bow ammo finder, uh, whatever that's right. called, yeah. and it, it will it will finder. add to this. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, I love that bow. That bow is so much fun to use. Whisper of the worm. Here we well, go. Well, before we go there, I think it's interesting too. It's the catalyst for the Leviathan's breath, not the bow itself. So you one, you need to have the catalyst for this, yep. otherwise you get nothing. And I think with the catalyst, isn't it? You if if you're like me and you haven't pulled this bow out since it was. Given a catalyst, catalyst gives you it's more literally hours. you put the bow on, you go kill one enemy, and the catalyst will drop, and then you have to go and defeat so many more enemies. But that's literally what it is. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. And, and the catalyst gives you a the colossal quiver. Mm. It maximizes your quiver size, which is apparently eighty. So you can have yeah. up to eighty arrows in this exotic bow. No, no, no. You, can... you have fifteen, as opposed to I think it was ten before. No, or no, it says like eighty. That. I'm going with what parody says. That's, he that's... took it 80 rounds. <laughs> Imagine that. I'd that all the time. That's what I'm saying. I would never have any other heavy. It says 80 arrows. I'm going with it. <laughs> if Bungie says so, I'm going with it. Um. So reduce delay on... Okay, this is Whisper of the Worm. So reduce delay on activating Whispered Breathing. So instead of 2.1 seconds, it's now 1.2. That's really good. That's really, really good. White Nail Magazine refill change was three from inventory, but now pulls two from inventory and one from thin air. Yo, ammo economy is back. Oh, God. That's going to be, that's going to come back in a lot of boss strats right there because of that, if nothing else. And increased damage by 10% in PvE. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whisper's coming back in a good way. Darcy's going to come. Ooh, Darcy's going to be competitive. There's always been, for you guys that don't know, what does more damage, the Darcy or the Whisper? Well, after the change was made and the Whisper had the reduced magazine, Darcy actually does more overall damage because Darcy had more rounds just available to it, right? And um, now it looks like, okay, so Darcy now gets reduced flinch, recoil, and accuracy degradation by 50% while the personal assistant is active. That means when you sight down, it, it, it's kind of like the, um, the same thing uh, Whisper of the Worm has. You said it's like whispered breathing, but for the Darcy, right? So once you activate it, you get reduced recoil, reduced flinch, and um, reduced accuracy degradation by 50%. So that's really good. Personal assistant now has a one second delay before deactivating when off target. It used to be instant, and now it's increased the damage by 20% in PvP or PvE. So that's going to put it on par with the whisper of the room. Somebody's going to. Probably Fallout's going to have to retest the two of these to find out if Darcy's still king or if Whisper the Worm now itches out because of the new ammo, ammo economy thing. That's going to be dope. Malfeasance. So, so I've got, got a quick question for the White Nail perk. Yeah. When, when, it, when it pulls two from your inventory, yeah, inventory and one out of the air, yeah. do you have to, like, does that proc on you dealing damage? Is that the, like, you get the precision so hit what happens, or you, you just have to yeah. deal damage? Basically, my question is, do we get into the... Uh, hits in a row. Hits. Bam, bam, okay. bam. On that third hit. Okay, then you get your... Right 
Yeah, okay, it has so to be okay. three precision hits, and then it gives you the white nail perk. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, so it's not like you can just hang out with your whisper in a corner somewhere and wait for the ammo to no. refill. You have to be and, actively. And it doesn't have to be in a row either. Damage. It also doesn't have to be in a row. You can get crit, crit, body, crit, and on that third crit, it'll activate white nail. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, no. How How does that work? Crit, crit, body, hit. That doesn't work. It's three in the magazine, and that's it. So if you oh, don't get the right, three crits, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not it's three now. Right. It's always been three. You always had to hit the three crits. No, I thought it, I thought it used to have four. No, no never had four. Black yeah, hammer, black spindle. This no, oh, okay. always only three because you had to hit the precision. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. I don't know. What I'm thinking I don't know what you're thinking about. I, Does anybody? Um, probably I don't not. know much about snipers, but I know they need more than three. <laughs> <laughs> well, the high impact ones, uh, yeah, definitely. So, Darcy... Um, no, you actually, did Darcy. I know, I'm seeing if he had anything to say about the Darcy. Oh, the Darcy I've just never used, and honestly, I had to look up all of its perks to go, what are these? all these words they're saying, and do I care about them? Nope, still don't. Moving on. No, Dar Darcy was, is, <laughs> is a really good sniper rifle. Malfeasance, increased explosion damage by 50%? This one I'm really <laughs> curious about, because I love the Malfeasance. I don't know if this will hey? be enough to make me love it Better in more things that aren't gambit or oh, taken yeah. heavy activities, but I'm curious. So um, the, I'm really curious to try it out. The people that I do a lot of my my um, PVE nightfalls with, um, mm -hmm. whenever the boss is we um, taken, taken. Yeah. we use malfeasance as a team. We use malfeasance, mm -hmm. and this is just going to make it so much worse. It's going to make it so much worse. Dead okay. Man's Tale, Scout Rifle, everybody knows what that is. I'm sure you've been shot by it in PvP at least once. Are you, I mean, even when you're on PC, do you use keyboard and mouse or do you use controller? Or. So for PvP, I tend to use controller. Sometimes I'll forget and I'll use mouse and keyboard and, and then I'll be like, why can't I hit my shots? <laughs> oh, because I suck on mouse <laughs> so and keyboard. Dead Man's Tale <laughs> might benefit you because of the changes that they're making. Buffing controllers to make it a bit more viable although even in iron banner the last week i saw a lot of dead man's tales and i'm on oh, console yeah. playing yeah. console players mm -hmm. so this is only going to make this better so the it, players yeah, that were continually gun. using this are gonna feel so much more benefit from this whereas the people like me that put it down and went um they did something to it i don't like the change <laughs> might want to come back to this now um yeah. What is what is ret reticle friction fall off? That's a new term for me. Oh, well, that's a fall off of your reticle friction, obviously. I mean, mm -hmm. fair enough. Um, but does that mean the bounce? Is, is there less bounce? Is there less recoil? Sure is that what they're saying? I mean, what does that mean? Um, okay. Also, less recoil and improved accuracy. Uh, no, none of these are affected by mouse and keyboard. So yeah, that's going to be good for me. Uh, air apparent catalyst. I don't think I have that yet. Reduce damage resistance against players from 75 to 25. This was when they're just standing in the ball, the hamster ball, and just yeah. not taking any damage when they're spinning up. So they're not shooting you until they want to start shooting you, but literally the hamster ball takes no damage. Um, and they found a, a bug in it. So well, it took 25% damage, um, but they gave them 75% <laughs> resistance. Yeah. <laughs> But now it's only giving him 25% resistance. Um, moving on to Lorraine's driver. Remove the ability do, energy do want, regeneration. Do you want an answer to your question or not? To what? Your reticle friction 
your reticle oh, friction, which is a controller it. only, it's how much reticle will slow down when it approaches the target within aim assistance effective range and how much it will follow or try to stick to the target when your reticle is on with aim assist effective distance. So basically it's related to aim, aim assistance. Gotcha. You know, if you're actually holding, holding your reticle where you want it to go or not. Gotcha. I'm glad you got that in at that specific point in time because another minute and he would have forgotten what he'd asked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll link it. Uh, oh, look, I, look. I, I, I found it on stop. the Crucible yes. Guidebooks massive breakdown of aim assist and accuracy and their interactions with each other that uh, our buddy Mercules posted five months ago. So I'll stick that link in here for you to toss into the show notes. So it has all of these fancy terms of aim assist and accuracy and bullet bend. So if you really want to know what these words mean, uh, here's some words from the man that should know. And if he doesn't right. know, then let Destiny prove us wrong. The changes with Lorenz Driver and the Traveler's Chosen, where you know you pick up the telemetry and you get the kills and it gives you um, ability energy for doing that. I think the reason why they're doing that is because they're changing ability regeneration in PvP, I believe. I think they wanted more gunplay. And I think this is something that is going to be coming a bit more to the forefront uh, coming into the Witch Queen that we're going to see a lot more of with less ability spam and more gunplay. I mean, they may decide after a season of The Witch Queen that they've maybe done the wrong thing and these changes will be reverted back and they'll just say, we love Destiny the way it is. But I think this is the way that people have been, a lot of people have been asking for, you know, less ability spam, more gunplay in Crucible. So I think the changes that they're doing with Lorenz Driver, removing ability energy regeneration on picking up the telemetries, and the stacks of getting kills with the Traveler's Chosen, where you can either get a damage buff or use that to then regenerate your grenade, your melee, etc., is just something... It's uh, Again, we say this every kind of couple of seasons. It's a piece of a puzzle that they tell you. And normally, it's a piece of a puzzle that Respawn gets angry about. And then the following week, there's another piece of the puzzle that Respawn's angry about. And it's not until we see the whole picture... The recent one goes, huh, okay. But it, it's, it's like that. Every season is that, wait, I think in two weeks' time, there'll be a piece of the puzzle that you'll get really angry about. Because it, it's, it's a cycle. We're on this cycle. It's the cycle of life and the cycle mm-hmm. of destiny. Is that we get fed these little morsels uh, every couple of weeks. And you kind of, you're guessing at what's going to happen, but you don't know the full picture until they actually tell you. And you go, well, yeah, that makes sense, and I'm not really that angry about it now. So, or you're, or you're doubly angry about it because you're like, "This is stupid, and I hate it." Yeah. So, who's excited for the new perks? Because well, I'm excited about well, Adrenaline Junkie. So, well, Adrenaline those... Junkie is this like um? Is it going to behave like a like a rampage now? Is that what I'm understanding here? No, it's going to behave like a swashbuckler, which is but why they nicknamed it Grenade Buckler. So same thing. You know, with same, same principle. You get a melee kill, it'll instantly give you the five times stack. Mm-hmm. This is going to be for grenades. So if you get a grenade kill, it will immediately go to five times stack. Whereas if you get a weapon kill with adrenaline junkie on the weapon, it'll give you a one time stack, get another kill, two times stack. All now, up to that five. stack, does that apply to the weapon damage or the grenade damage? Yes. It's applied to the weapon damage. Weapon damage. That's and that's why they were telling us, you know, back when the Festival of the Lost, hey, uh, keep all your grenade, your adrenaline junkie rolls of things, because we're going to make good changes to it. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. And I, I've I've been hanging on to mine because I didn't know what was coming. So yeah, very very Same. nice, I guess. 
So it's like I don't know. I don't want to say it's a better version of Swashbuckler because Swashbuckler a melee kill activates it, and this one a grenade kill fully activates it. So it's Swashbuckler, just a different activation. I think with this, it's uh, a shorter window to use it than it is for Rampage because if you think about Rampage and even Kill Clip. They're slightly longer, and even with Rampage spec mods put on the weapon with Rampage, you can uh, get that. I think it's like about 10 seconds, isn't it? Something. Or eight oh, seconds. no. No, no, it's like seven seconds max, I think. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, yeah it's it's, um, it's it's a quicker perk, but if you're in like 6v6s, you get a grenade kill. You can then immediately turn around with that weapon and have a five-time stack to just melt the next person. So you could go on a terror away if there's more people just running at you. So it, it's a it's a welcome thing. There you go. Yeah. And it's definitely yeah. going to be used more, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was a perk that I looked at and I was like, I don't, I don't know why I would ever use this. So hmm. yeah, glad glad it's taking a good change. Robo weapon, pretty easy. It was fifteen percent on all weapons, but that made it a, a go-to for every single heavy. So now they've changed it. Robo weapon now. You're going to really. Are you really going to change off of the heavy if you've got Vorpal on there for the, You're not. the damage? You're not. Because even if it's only 10%, it's still 10%. You know? Yeah. The, the, the 5% damage loss, I don't feel like it's going to... Yeah. What else would you put on a rocket launcher, for example? You can't increase the, grena- you can't increase the magazine capacity on a grenade launcher, right? <clears throat> would you really put minor spec on a grenade launcher? I don't think so. Major spec? Probably not. You know? What else... Of of the available mods, let's see what you can even put on a rocket launcher. To, Counter, to counterbalance. Hmm. <laughs> counterbalance. Oh yeah, freehand grip on a rocket launcher. Icarus grip. Yeah. Icarus Look. grip. Yep. You know. Dragonfly yep. spec on a grenade launcher. You know what? Oh, rocket launcher. Yeah. No, there we go. Mm-hmm. Rampage spec. Uh, sprint grip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'll, I'm often going on jobs with my rocket launcher, aren't you? Targeting adjuster, <laughs> them headshots. You know you need the headshot. Yeah. Taken spec I use whenever obviously you're going against taken enemies. Um, radar tuner. I, I think the biggest hit for these perks is the whirlwind. Surrounded blade. spec. You know what? Surrounded spec on a rocket launcher. Nice. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Whirlwind blade. I think is the the biggest <laughs> thing <laughs> that is going to take a hit from the the mm, change goodness. for the increase the maximum damage from five to ten. I don't use swords in anything because I'm not doing any content that demands them. So, meh. I mean, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, Bungie said, you know, this this along with Vorpal were, were like the two things to go to. Vorpal Weapon and Whirlwind, Whirlwind Blade. They're like, nobody used yeah. anything else. So we're going to touch both of them. And I think, again, you have to look at this as just one piece of the puzzle. This, as we've said always, when they did things for Beyond Light, it was like they were doing stuff so that they could see ahead of time that... Maybe there's a boss strat in the new raid or even the new dungeon that they're going, we need to take this down slightly because we don't want them to kind of just be omnipotent in their power. So, yes, they're still going to be viable uh, with certain strats, but we don't want it to kind of be over powerful. So maybe in the new dungeon, there's going to be a boss that just stands still. What are we talking about? I was talking about the the Vorpal weapon and the Whirlwind blade because the changes with those... I was yeah. saying that it's kind of just a piece in the puzzle that maybe there's something coming further on down the line, like the new raid or the dungeon, that would benefit uh, if they hadn't kind of taken it out. 
Well, the caster weapons kind of are benefiting now because uh, caster weapons, um, you know, with Vorpal on them, and it now costs less to sling your blade. I mean, meh, meh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's probably it's either the new you know new content coming or again. It's, I'm basically treating this weapon pass like it's the end of a season. We're starting with a new season. Even if we're not getting a new set of activities, they're just going, this has been the go-to thing for three months. Let's switch it up. It's time to make something else the king. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite excited about the change to Pulse Monitor. So it activates at a higher state, so it'll just activate whilst your shield is damaged, where you've still got 30% of your shield. But Pulse Monitor, I've got uh, one on a Suros Rapid Fire Falls remedy. Isn't that just the one that reloads your magazine? It automatically reloads the magazine and improves the weapon handling when critically wounded. So now it's ah. not going to be when critically wounded, it's going to be when your shield is down to 30%. 30%, yep. But also, on the same weapon, I have Eye of the Storm, so the weapon becomes more accurate and boosts handling at your when your health gets lowered. So it's a really good pairing on certain weapons for, to have Pulse Monitor and Eye of the Storm because you can whip that weapon out really quickly and get a kill very very fast so i'm quite excited to use that sidearm with the change to this pulse monitor i mean i think other people have heard we're talking about scout rifles with that on it being quite good that it automatically reloads your scout rifle so you don't if you're taking damage from sort of like uh, a barrier champion and then you can just keep constantly hitting them because you're constantly blocking the pulse monitor it's a good change for some weapons yeah, it's, it, I wonder if I the storm is going to get touched too, because like like with pulse monitor, Bungie says you know we don't like things that activate on a failed state. We don't like you to have to fail for this thing to kick in. So right. That'll get a change too, because that's one I've never used. Because yeah, it's like I don't want a perk where it's like you're screwed. Here, this perk might help you out. Looking at you, bottomless grief before they changed it. That's why I liked it on the sidearm. It's because although mm. I'd kind of pull out the sidearm when I was really critically low, I could get a good kill on it. <laughs> although it wouldn't necessarily give me health. But know that I can pull out the sidearm quicker and get more ammo in because sidearms only have like about twenty bullets in them. So to get more depending on the ammo in there, some have less, yeah. some have more. Exactly. But if you're constantly proccing pulse monitor, it constantly every time you're getting damaged, it kind of refills the magazine. What not entirely refills it, but it gives you more <laughs> ammo in the magazine when you're taking damage, which is quite nice. So, so when I spray when I spray and play, just. It it helps. Yeah. So this next one, quick access sling. Like it says mm-hmm. it's mainly used on bows and grenade launch. I on a bow, I have targeting adjuster because you want a headshot with a bow. And on a grenade no, launcher, I have you are playing it wrong, sir. I have at boss the moment spec or major spec. You want quick so, access sling. And Bungie this, says you're you're wrong statistically. Well, I mean, I mean you're not wrong, but Bungie says that's I mean you might do. want it after the fact, but right now this only procced when swapping to that weapon if you had a bow out all the time it would be no benefit yeah but the idea is to have a legendary bow with quick access mm-hmm. sling you get the shot body shot headshot with the quick access sling on that bow you quickly swap to a hand cannon to finish them off and it high impact hand cannon pvp i'm talking yeah. pve right well you know you wouldn't use it in pvp unless it's like no actually you wouldn't but i think that's yeah, the reason no why they're changing it this is another one of those things where they haven't specifically said it's a PvP change, but it's one of those metas that is really frustrating the higher skilled player that you come up against because right, right. every single time they will bow headshot you with a hand cannon so quick that you can't even respond to it. So I think it's one of those things that 
that's why they're changing it slightly. Right, but for PvE, you wouldn't have this on a bow. Because you just okay, have we're not, talk, we're not talking about time. PvE. We're talking about the reason why they're changing the okay. quick access sling. Oh, okay. yeah. Right, fine. And the same with the um, grenade launchers. If you're not running an exotic like the Fighting Lion and you've got a, like you were saying, a special weapon, a grenade launcher, you get the damage on them, you pull out your hand cannon or pulse off, whatever, and get mm-hmm. that kill with that weapon. So you don't necessarily see that the fact that you've been killed with a grenade launcher and a bow. It's the, the secondary weapon that they whip out and get you with the final shot. Now, this next one, though, this, I don't know if I'm reading it right. Because if I, if are you I'm talking about it, the new, you're talking about the new mod, aren't you, that they're going to give yeah. you? This if, is the one if, that Parody's excited about. If this is about. what I think it is, then that's going to mm-hmm. be beyond broken. I am very excited about this because it means I can stop, you know, using the one true full auto pulse rifle. But now any of them could be once I get that mod. Right, or just turn that setting on entirely once they ship it and say that looks like a good accessibility for me. And, the, and that's the my problem. <laughs> what, what Parody just said: Does this mean for right now they're giving us a mod, but a season after that, on all of our weapons, we're just going to have an option to go full auto? I think probably this not, is something that all the weapons, but maybe yeah, this is something I mean, they're looking into f- more for accessibility options for people. Where, because you if, know, you, if, you re- if you look back at some of our pulse rifles that we've had in the past, right? We've had some pulse rifles that once you put full auto, full auto on them, it actually increases the rate of fire. Yes, but that is a perk on the weapon, not a mod. The mod won't increase the fire rate. It will give you just full auto. Just hold the trigger down. Okay. So yeah. if I have a full auto pulse rifle and I yeah. put a full auto retrofit on there, does it become an auto rifle? <laughs> <laughs> you will have to see. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious about this because this is this it's going to be a bug in the game. It's actually going to double whatever fire rate is already on there. <laughs> yes. So your your 1700 rounds. Oh, I'm sorry, your 700 round a minute auto rifle is going to go to 1400 rounds a, a, a minute. So there you go. <laughs> yep. So, yep, sounds fair. I like it. Yeah, going to uh, empty uh, your uh, mag in half a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious about this because I've had a Hailing Confusion pulse rifle that I really enjoy because it's full auto, and I like I like the way it feels, I like the way it kicks. It's one of my go-to PvP weapons. Right. Before it was like you need a messenger or you're screwed. So I'm really curious to be able to you know extend my love of a nice full auto pulse and not have to you know hunt for the one roll that gives me the perk I want. Right, I'm, 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 I'm happy of, to see this. You know, I can hunt for different perks when I'm not trying to find the one true perk because I'm old and slow and need the full auto. But I'm thinking of things like my Nightwatch here that has explosive payload, rapid hit, accurized rounds, and small bore. Mm-hmm. Putting right. full auto on this monster would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, I, that's what I'm thinking. That. I mean, to say nothing of the full auto messengers, we're all going to be running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I'm, it's going to be I'm interesting to see how this change. like Full auto time worn spire. <laughs> God. It's like you're saying, Parody. I wonder how this is going to feel on some of the like the vice rapid fire frames. Can you put it on there? Is it going to do something extra? And the, the Suro sidearms with the rapid fire that they available on them? Or is it just going to be. Or is it going to kick like a horse and you can't control it for PvP because yeah, you can't keep your shots on target? <laughs> no, no, that, that's just it, right? You empty your magazine in a second, it's equivalent to a shotgun, right? Just just yeah. sidearm, 
right? <laughs> as long as you land on target, they're going to die. <laughs> you've, you've either killed something or whiffed every shot, and it's a 50-50 every time. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how this is going to work with, <laughs> with intrinsic weapons or weapons with, with the perk already unlocked. It's, it's going to be one of them things that we kind of just have to wait and see. Yeah. Cheese will tell us that there's yeah there's a certain pulse rifle that will fire mm. 800 rounds a second because of the way this perk works with that perk. Absolutely. Oh, and then and then okay, uh, what? Or it's gonna um, work on bows when it wasn't intended to, or some insanity, you know? Mm-hmm. Pull auto bow. <laughs> you, you did see which which class of weapons was was. Yeah, awesome, I did. That's right. what I'm saying. It's gonna it's gonna accidentally work on a bow or some nonsense. The Telespo. No, Telespo's an exotic. It's not a legendary. Oh, 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 sir. No, no, no. Not the Telesto. The Telesbo. Oh, Telesbo. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I should find that tweet from, I think it was Cool Guy. <laughs> Talking about the Telesbo. Anyway. So any more thoughts on anything that we've kind of gone over or uh, move on with the, the threads of light? I'm gravy. You're gravy. Oh, good. I'm gravy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's go on a high, high note. I love, I love the full auto retrofit, and I love that it's an accessibility feature on top of something that makes my accessibility as an old man greater. <laughs> right. Well, old man, tell us what's happening with the threads of light. People won. It wasn't you. People won. They, they got really beautifully rendered. Am I the only one who also like kept expecting it to be like an actual like I don't know thing like a full on magazine and not just like four renders of pe- three renders of people? Which I'm is it not a magazine? I thought it was. Uh no, like like they were like here's the threads of light and basically yeah, our digital fashion magazine yeah. Uh, where does one download this magazine? Yeah. I, 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 I I've yet to see a. I mean, again, maybe I'm just missing something. I'm like, is there a PDF somewhere? Is there a thing? I mean, yes, there there are beautiful renders. Like I. I can't remember who who pointed out, but I also agree with it. Like just the renders of you know the the folks they choose are beautiful. Like I mean, and obviously they're using their like you know full on. We are Bungie. We can make these. Uh, yeah. I just gotta say that the hunter has some beautiful style. I, I appreciate his color scheme. The yeah. Titan needs more color in his life, and the warlock just looks like a warlock. Sorry, warlock. See, I don't like the warlock at all. I like the top half of the hunter, like what you're talking about. But there's a distinctive lack of color on the bottom half of the hunter, if you notice. It goes from really vibrant, very peacock to drab brown. You know, the, the, those are hunters as, as a people. I can now confirm this by playing trials. Every hunter likes the color black and and sadness. Yes. There are no colorful hunters in the world. They yes, don't but his top half is colorful, and he didn't make it mad. Anyway, that's my opinion. The yeah. Titan, though, like I thought, the Titan looked really, really good, and then I saw his legs, and I'm like, those. How does that match? How does that flow into the? Everything else. I'm getting a real Ripley Aliens vibe from the Titan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it looks yeah. pretty good. I think it looks pretty good. I really should actually, like, you know, do one of these. At least put mm-hmm. them <laughs> put it out there. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I'm enjoying the Threads of, Threads of Light. Vanquish, Tw- Vanquish, Twisty, and Dawson, Dawson Sutton all look good. Yeah, they do. I mean, nothing's stopping you but you, bro. Go ahead and show them your jo- your your bright oh, yeah. pink seashell oh, yeah. samurai oh, yeah, no, armor. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The only the only thing stopping me is um remembering it exists. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And after that, it looks like we got hot fix notes. 
no, 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 sir. You cannot, you cannot skip the most important part of this twelve. The more bounties that Latin America actually got some bounties after being completely skipped over. That, so that you can now UK. take off. You can now take over off November fifteenth and go hunt folks in Latin America. Um, and yeah, Night Demon, you've been heard. Your oh, yeah. cries have been heard, and but they didn't pick you. Partially answered by, by Benji. They did hear you, and, and they did give you one day. So take off November 20th. Um, you're going to need to buy a PC because apparently nobody plays console in the UK. I'm sorry, sir. No, no one. Or, and, or Latin America. So that, yeah, Latin America, too. Uh, there's no consoles. Unfortunately, we have not figured out how to ship Xboxes right. or PlayStations to the United Kingdom. There's They're, they're an right. island. This is very confusing to us. As a matter of fact, you're under he investigation has. for how you got yours. Saying. Yeah, well, well, well he, he clearly got it from from the mainland. You know, they weren't they're not island consoles. That's why. Uh... Yeah. yeah, I mean, was it Latin America? You've got November fifteenth, uh, Marshall Invel Rambo. Is that Infernal? Infernal, Infernal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Iron Life, mm-hmm. and the Vanguard. Uh, I'm guessing the Vanguard Brazil. You mean Vanguard, Iron yeah. Life? <laughs> Iron. Yeah, Iron, Iron Life. Iron, Iron Life. I run <laughs> You've been hanging uh, out with the Brit too long. Yes. No, it's, no, it's just fun to poke you. It's more fun that way. And um, then November 20th in the United Kingdom, we've got Pinjin, Benny, and like Anubis. I, I don't uh, care. P- I don't P- care. They're on PC. I, and yeah. I'm sorry, DMG has ignored me this week. I messaged DMG and I said, you know, mm. I'm up for this. Okay. I'm on console. I'm quite willing to do console, maybe a bit of gambit on the PC, if need be. Oh. But it looks like you've got PC kind of covered. But I can play you console. nothing. I know. Yeah, I, it, it's like congratulations listening to people. Um, no no consoles, huh? No one no one no. plays console anywhere? Not a single console. Anyway, exactly. to be fair. I, just, I, I, I looked at that and I was like, hey, they did it. Oh, but they failed. But they did it. But they totally failed. Um, so, mm. I mean, credit for trying, I guess? Half half credit, partial credit, partial credit or, is the way to credit. Go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. At least at least there's something. At least Latin gotta, America got a bone thrown to them because they had nothing. Is yeah. what that is. Yeah. yeah, at least Latin America has participation because right. they were just like, we're going to ignore your entire region. Just no, no one plays Destiny there, not a one. And uh, yeah, nineteen. You, yeah, they tried. Not real hard. Where, but, where's but, North but Korea? Tried. I don't see North Korea on any of these. Um, I think it's because no I don't make it obvious that I could stream it. I could stream it as well, DMG. Honestly, I could yeah. stream it. He'll do it. I will. He'll definitely that, do it. That's a threat. I will, yeah. Just with, don't tell with, my wife. With both of his yeah. megabits. All mm-hmm. the megabits. Both of the megabits. All two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at the moment, though, because my megabits are down. They've been down for a good week. I'm on oh, so the backup internet. half a megabit. <laughs> yeah. Go. So it would have been a bad week to actually do any kind of streaming. <laughs> see, His dial-up modem has got you see, coming, bro. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say America Online, but that wouldn't help uh, you. UK Online? UK OL? We had AOL. You can't. It's America Online. You're not in America. It doesn't get you online. They gave me the free disc. I got online with it. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, just stop. Just stop. Calendar changes. User research emails. Hot fix upcoming extended downtime. Yeah, that's so, the hot so, fix. So, so night or uh, uh, respawn. Did what? you in fact turn in your survey for your in-depth destiny journal? Oh, did I? 
I, I, I deeply, deeply want to be a fly on the wall when they read yours. And if they select you, oh, I, I want to know. I want to be there. I want to see tell a recording people, of it. Oh, Tony, tell the people about this. Go on, tell the people. Tell the people what's been happening. Because I waited till after. I waited till after my third. No, no, no. Perry's going to tell the people first. And I was just, I was living. I was in a bad way. What happened this week, Perry? Were, were user research emails sent out to people? They, they were. They, they were to to some people. And let me let me pull my. No, no, no. Read, my, read, no, no. read what it says there. Read well, what it says there, and I will tell well, you different in a second. Well, well, well I, I'm going to read what it says there. I'm I'm going to say. I'm going to tell the people. I'm going to get angry. This is where I rant. Yeah, it is. My demon rant. Hold on. Um, let it's me not find... a nickel. It's a definite rant. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it, it's 200% rant. Maybe I, I've, already, rant. I've already seen the rant in chat form, let's guys. See. I already know let's what's see. coming. Okay. So, so <sighs> this week, you know, and, and, and I'll take this moment to remind you that <laughs> if, if you are feeling left out because you did not get an email, Maybe mm. just maybe you should check to make sure that your your Bungie profile, you know, your email and or SMS settings are set up so they can actually email you. And you know, just just so just check there. And Bungie has a you know a couple steps. Hey, if you're not receiving any emails from them at all ever, even about <laughs> hey the new season is upon us, check your settings because that may be the reason. Because for many people, in fact, I'd say probably everyone who who had email contacts, they'll say hello. We're looking for Destiny two players like you to participate in an interview plus a one-week diary study between December 2021 and January 2022. This research is 100% remote, so you can participate from wherever you are located. It then goes on to say... No, uh, say that last part again. Here's, here, here's what we the like. last part. Yeah. The, the research they're doing is 100% remote, even in bold, and then they say, so you can participate from wherever you are located. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. say, you know, during the week, we'll, you'll be asked to talk to a researcher, submit daily diary entries. There'll be a one-hour interview at the beginning of the study and a seven-day set of tasks and diary entries to complete. It should be no longer than 30, 30 minutes a day. Um, if they select you for the study, you'll get a $450 gift card as a thank you for your valuable time and feedback. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you only complete part of the survey, you'll you'll receive, you know, Conversation for the part you completed, and they have a survey to fill out. And there's, you know, an interpretive dance section and an essay question. They'll they'll have you fe- send back to them, and maybe you'll get selected. So, so night demon, tell me about your experience because this is a hundred percent remote, so you can participate from wherever you are located. Opportunity from Bungie, doesn't that excite you? Hey. I am so excited. And when we were talking about it, we were talking about it with the Guardian Hub guys and the Guardian Down guys. And I got my email, checked my emails at the same time as you guys were checking your emails. I was like, oh, this is amazing. They're looking for Destiny players like me. They want me <laughs> to participate wherever I'm located. Brilliant. 100% filling, remote. Yeah, 100% remote. Start filling in the form. It gets to the point of, um, so do you live in the US or do you live in Canada? And I'm like, no, man, I live in the UK. At that point that I put in that I live in the UK, it kicked me out of the survey and went, thank you for your uh, response. I was like, what's going on hang on going back and having a look at it you can only participate if you live in the u.s or canada now that isn't where i'm located but again i can participate wherever i am located i i sent a tweet to dmg dmg has ignored me several people have jumped onto my tweet and also commented and responded to it 
no DMG. I'm very, very angry because I'm willing. I even sent him in the message that I am willing to stay up a ridiculous amount, whatever time it is, to talk to a researcher for an hour to give them my feedback. You know, I will take time out of my day, my sleeping schedule to speak to them because, you know, I enjoy this game so much that I'd actually participate in this. No, nothing. I am so angry. One that I got the email in the first place that they've then gone along in the TWAB and said earlier this week, Destiny 2 players in the US and Canada were sent an email and a survey about user research and opportunity. No, no, no. All the players were sent it. I live in the UK and there were other UK players that had also jumped on my tweet and said, huh, I thought it was because, you know, I was under 18. Like, no, it's because we live in the UK and somebody somewhere messed up. Now, that somebody somewhere hasn't actually apologised. They've not apologised in the TWAB and said, oh, by the way, sorry. Normally, when they do something silly and go, oh, by the way, we give you less bright dust last six months ago and you didn't realise, but we're telling you now. It's like nothing. Somebody somewhere should have seen these emails going out to all the Destiny players. I really don't get it. Yeah, that, that seems like someone said, uh, let's select the list of everyone. Where can you actually participate in this? Ah, it doesn't matter. Just send it to everybody. It'll be fine. I'm sure no one will notice. Yeah. Um, and nobody important did. No. Yeah, yeah, Bungie, there, there, there's a whole thing where there, there are more countries. If, if it's just for part of North America, then say it's part of North America. Don't send it to everybody. That's it. I don't understand that, to be honest. Why only research? For, I mean, I understand the point of... Uh, because of time zones and things that it might be difficult for the Bungie employees to actually get in touch with other people that live in different countries. But if those people in the other countries are willing to put themselves out to help the researchers, then surely that should be taken into account of going, you know, okay, we'll, we'll agree to meet at this point in time that is mutually beneficial for both of us. I mean, like we do this podcast on a Saturday afternoon for me, morning for you guys, that it's kind of midway between it's something reasonable. It's not like when we first started, when I was getting up at like three o'clock in the morning to do a podcast that, you know, was 10 o'clock in the evening for you guys, but three o'clock in the morning for me. I'm still quite willing to do that. And I don't understand what information they're going to get from, well, I mean, yeah, they're going to get some information from players in the US and Canada, but it's, it's only a select few. I mean, other people's opinions are still valid, but they're not being heard. And I don't understand why they're not actually taking those into consideration. I mean, Australia, do they not, you know, warrant anything? No, no, Europe is destiny. Germany, France, Spain, no Italy. It's not like they have Russia. a community manager in, no. in Germany or anything now, or Russia. They definitely don't have community managers in it's either just, of those places. To, to it's be frustrating. It's... Really is frustrating. Sorry, I won't go on it about it anymore. That's my rant over and done with. I think you should, because yeah, I mean, I mean, they make a big deal. It's remote from wherever, uh, and and nowhere in the email do they say this is limited to U.S. or Canada. Nowhere, nowhere is this like yo, you can do this as long as you're one of these two places. It's like, oh yeah, you can go from anywhere, and then you get part of the way through. Which again, I mean, it's not like it's a super long survey, but you're still putting your time and effort and getting your hopes up that hey, maybe you have a chance at four hundred fifty dollars and getting your voice heard directly by Bungie. Have Bungie go, uh, sorry, you don't live in one of the two approved countries we decided we wanted to talk to and lied to everyone else that said, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you. No, no, we won't. And now you've made Night Demon sad. And he's had a rough week and you should I don't think sad. sad is the word. I think there's another word. No. 
He's British, it's sad. Are you sad? I'm so sad, I'm going to be quiet for the rest of the show. Oh, no. See? You've oh, no. You, you, you've broken him. Oh, no. Our night, even. Something that we've tried it's to do broken. for 147 episodes, and you've done with one email. That's that's some talent right there, actually. Yeah. That's a word for it. So, so there are there are a couple other things we we mentioned earlier. You know, the calendar change, uh, trials coming back. They were like, "Hey, extra nightfall rewards." Uh, we're kicking that back a week. Um, as always, there's a hot fix. There's downtime. Respawn told you last week that there's extended downtime coming next Tuesday, November sixteenth, from five forty-five a.m. to nine a.m. Pacific. Adjust for your time zones. Uh, we had the Hotfix three three one three come out this past Tuesday, which fixed a few issues. And and really, it was it was so few issues I almost forgot it happened this week. Uh, the submachinist metal requiring you to defeat three opponents instead of two that's been fixed. The issue where the subclass and exotic armor perks were unintentionally activating when damaging stasis crystals, fixing that too. And uh, our, our poor our poor friends trying to read frenzy and rampage perks in Polish. That's been fixed now. So those are different words. So if you're if you're Polish, you, you can't participate in the study, but you can know the difference between these two perks. And so that's also another issue that Bungie still has yet to fix. If you play Deepstone Crypt and you're colorblind, all of the all of the of the buffs are red. They're all red. Every one of them. Scanner, red, operator, red. Suppressor, red, they're all red. And it's like, Bungie called this out forever ago, and I just played Deepstone Crypt this past week, and they're all still red. On, on, is there a different colorblind setting? I mean, not to say it's not an issue, because it's obviously an issue. Yeah. Is there a different colorblind setting yeah, other, but, than, other than the Triton, Tritonopia colorblind mode? Yeah, or is they that have the like one you need four to... ones, but that's the one that that affects me. I'm yellow. Yeah, I'm 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 that. Yeah. So that's what affects me the most. You're Titan colorblind. Got it. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. It. <laughs> they, they, they do say it is a top issue being investigated. The scanner and operator augments in Deep Zone Crypt are the same color in the Tritonopia colorblind mode. So they're aware of it. It's been passed along to the team. You can take a drink. But yeah, it's on a list somewhere. Being added to that list is uh, good news, Pol- Polish folks. You can read perks. Chinese folks, um, bad news. The Frenzy and Rampage perk and the Rampage spec mod, all the same name in Chinese. So you're either rampaging or frenzying. There's no way to know. The Wicked Overgrowth shader isn't available for players who completed the Iron Banner quest on all their characters before the fix went out to correct the issue. Uh, sorry, so it's still not fixed. If players start the Lost Lament quest on the character and complete it on another character, Banshee still tries to give you the broken blade to the first character to complete the quest that no longer exists. Here's a broken blade. You can do nothing with it. Be sad. Nice. When warlocks perform a phoenix dive, they cannot slide for five seconds. So once you phoenix dive, no sliding. You can dive or slide for one or the other. You have a five-second timeout. Um, yeah, those are your weird issues for this week. As always, there's a whole known issues article where colorblind settings and all sorts of things are there. So if you're going, hey, are you still aware this is the thing? Check that list. It's probably there. They'll get to it eventually. Mm. And now we're going to get to loud noises and movies of the week with beautiful space squad flying through the air, which respawn I should say, don't watch this because it's Titans, but I will say, listen to it because it features the deep strong crypt lullaby. 
Wow, that's such a good so, song. Alliances, you know, alliances torn one or the other. Look, look. So I'm gonna say this because I had to. I had to specify this the other day in the chat. Titans in PVE. I don't mind. Titans and everybody else, you're just as equal. You're both worse than hunters. Titans in PVP are where my problem lie, right? So if you want to bring a Titan on my team for PVP or PVE, I'm sorry. You don't have to ask permission, dude. <laughs> you don't have to be like, I know how you feel about Titans. No, that's only in PVP, all right? <laughs> you can bring your Titans or we can watch Titan videos or whatever when it comes to PVE. That's all fine. PVP is the problem. Just follow. So you question. guys know. Would you drive this racing to the Witch Queen car? Absolutely. It looks phenomenal. It's a great color scheme. Is that a real car? Uh, I'm guessing no. It, it, it's definitely a 3D render. I mean, it could be a real car. You just have to, you know, make it real. I mean, if this was a NASCAR car, I might actually think about possibly maybe watching nascar one time. no just just get pictures of the car and that's, you, you save, save yourself many many laps in a circle <laughs> that's fair artist of the week more babies it's all of the babies fallen babies fallen babies no more fallen babies and then um <laughs> something riven is definitely not a fallen baby or that's what fallen babies grow up to. Mm, no, mm, that's it, some ugly right there. That's a good rendition right there. Yeah. Uh, and for all the people like that say that he's not a dragon, I, I had this argument with somebody, and they're like, oh, Riven is a dragon. No, no, Riven's not a dragon. Riven's an Ahimkara, right? And they're talking about, well, in the lore, they were talking about how, what was it? Uh, not Saint. Uh, one of the Titans wanted to fight a dragon. And so the Ahimkara became a dragon, right? You can wish for the Ahamkara to be a dragon or to fight a dragon. The Ahamkara is not in itself a dragon. So, Enough said. So what is the Ahamkara? And I'm not asking to poke you. I'm honestly curious. It's right. just a creature. It's its own thing. Okay. It's its own thing, yeah. It's I a wish-granting uh, creature. It's like oh, a genie. Oh, okay, because I heard them referred to as wish dragons. So it's, they're not wish dragons. They're just genies that can be dragons but don't have to be dragons well they're not even genies like i said they're their own thing they call them wish dragons because they're large and they're serpentine like but and they're not in charge yeah very good yeah and uh that was a lot of information if you made it this far bless your heart you're one of For our really? kind of people while every 12 leading up to the 30th anniversary might not have this much meat on the bone please 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 no dmg or i'm sorry cosmo can promise they will have plenty of gravy and stuffing, and we'll see us soon. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that, that's from Cosmo and uh, DMG, who who will not talk to tonight team about the lack of UK representation. Nope. Or, or apparently consoles in the entire country. Won't do it. And as a matter of fact, hey, Demon, I need you to check your email. I've been trying to get um, your counterpart on the show, and obviously nothing's happening because you're ignoring my emails. So can you go in there, reject me politely, Tell me that you can't come on to the show because you have too many things to do. And we can just go from there, all right? I'm sure I'll get right on that. Yeah. Because I'm trying yeah. to get them both in the same place at the same time, even though it's impossible. And I have yet to hear back from them. Houndish just won't, just won't respond. Yeah, can't be done. Because yeah. he's not talking to us. Houndish is also, likewise, 
angry at the Bungie bounty situation and the lack of representation. So he is also boycotting, boycotting speaking. So he's he's done. You know that sounds familiar. I, I know another he, British guy that's he's also he's thing. also full of it. Not, that's why not not yeah. Arf is here. Not Arf was preemptively boycotting Bungie's poor decisions. Right. See, is it problem solved? He didn't even know they were coming. He just boycotted it anyway. Yeah. No. He 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 knew. Oh oh. He he knows. He knows what's up. Does he? Fair enough. Um. And Budgie did put out a a tech blog this week that was filled with um everything but tech. Uh. An intern's experience working at Bungie, and you know, honestly, reading through this, it's like I think everyone's experience going into a new job of any sort, being like, why am I here? I don't know what I'm doing. Oh God, I'm a fraud. Yeah, we're all frauds. None of us know what we're doing. That's the secret of adulthood. Nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just muddling through and hoping that nobody else figures out that we don't know what we're doing. That's it. So it was it was a tech blog that contained very little tech, but you know, did have was a nice little plug for hey, if you want to work at Bungie, um, you can go work at Bungie. They're hiring for a number of things they listed at the end. And uh mm-hmm. Florida is one of their new remote states. There's like five or six states where you can work remotely there. So mm-hmm. yeah, Florida, you too could uh could go work for Bungie. Gator. Speaking of, have speaking you application of, yet? Mm-hmm. Speaking of, um, we're all none of us have any idea what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, while I was in college, my IT professor was an Asian immigrant. I won't say where he's from, but he was an Asian immigrant. Asia, and he and he said when he came to America, he worked as a janitor, and whenever he had the opportunity, he'd apply for a job and lie on the application, right? He'd apply for a job he had no experience for and he had no idea how to do, and then he. would Put on the resume everything they needed to know, bluff his way through the interview, and then get the job. And by the time they found mm-hmm. out, he had no idea what he was doing. Now he had experience in that field. So then he would take that to a different job with similar interests and repeat the process over and over again. And he said that is how eventually he got his doctorate in, you know, computer sciences. And I was like, so you're telling me to deliberately lie on an application he get experience for the job I want, and then take that experience to another place to do that same job again. He straight up faded, faked it until he made it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, and that's and that's. I mean, again, I mean, given given the economy we're in, I'm sure there's many people hunting for work. Yeah, just remember that a job description is a wish list mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, I mean, this is particularly true in tech work, but really for a lot of things. I mean, technology is famous for saying, you know, hey, we want 10 years experience. And the literal founder of the technology is like, guys, this thing is only three years old. You I don't see that? Years, I don't see that too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah I, mean, I mean, it happens over and over again because, you, know, yeah. you know, HR uses these templates to say we need 10 years in this and five years in this and whatever. Uh-huh. Whatever the job is, if you're halfway qualified, if you're like, I can do half of these things and can learn the rest of it. That's all anyone is really looking for. Apply anyway. What do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. You know, you're not going to hurt their feelings by showing them up, them being like, no, you're not qualified. Who cares? You could get the job. You too could work your way from, from zero to a professor by going, I can figure it out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, that's all it is, is is you're just, you're fake until you make it. You can, you can work your way through it and figure it out. Cause really if you're teachable and trainable and you can learn the thing they're trying to get you to do, that's it. That's all they're really looking for. That's all you need. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and hey, bluff. Hey, hey, it's been a while. I I'm, I might need a brush up on it. You know, boom. You got you have, OJT immediately. You have the internet. You have YouTube. You can learn things. Eh, that's not entirely true for proprietary technology. 
What what I work on, you cannot find on the internet. <laughs> no, it's that kind of attitude. Well, I mean, if it's on the internet, we got bigger problems to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. But, but honestly, but even then, like the stuff you're doing, like uh, something, something software, something, something telephone lines. Well, I'm, yeah, I, 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 you know, we, we use servers, level, but so. all all the stuff on the server is just proprietary software. All the apps, all the everything. Yeah, but, but I mean, honestly, if you use software, you can learn any other software. Yes, it's, it, it's all software. This it button is. does this. That button does that. That's all it is. So yeah, this has been this has been your uh, fake it till you make it segment. Yeah, exactly. Go apply <laughs> for things. What do you got right. to lose? Worst they can do nothing. is say you know, right? Yeah, literally nothing. Worst case scenario, you don't get the job. Best case scenario, you get experience before you get fired. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then you and then you have a doctrine, and you can lord it over people. And then you too could be an anecdote on a podcast many years from now. For real. <laughs> All right. On that note, my butt hurts because I've been sitting too long, so I'm a dip. And with that, there's no respawn report yeah. roundup because uh, there is. There is we have one. Roundup. I didn't see one. I love. I didn't make one. You, I did. There's one item that's in there. <laughs> oh, is that why? Okay. Let's see. It doesn't. It doesn't even warrant your your response report roundup music. It's just one item, but it's okay. it's necessary it is, for it letting one item. know. Here we go. Bam. Destiny News Plus says new. Bungie has confirmed that all the unobtainable exotic catalysts right now in Destiny Two will be added to the activities pool with the Witch Queen. So if there's any exotic catalysts you don't have, they're all going to be in one of these three pools. Vanguard, Gambit, or PvP. All Destiny 2. Up, yep, that's what yeah, it says. There you all go. Of them. It says right now, all of the ones that are right now in Destiny 2. Ones that come out next season for new guns oh, will yeah. not be no. in that pool. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah that's your own quest. Yeah. But so all the things that I didn't do, um, like Outbreak or Whisper or all of those things, I could I could yep. get I guess them for so. free. I can yeah, lazy my way so. into success. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Well, Big you, fan. You, yeah, I mean, you've waited a long time to get them done, so longer than mm-hmm. a lot of other people. I exactly. still need. I still so, need. Yeah, we might as well just throw them at you. I still need Rat King people because my catalyst is like sixty percent done. I haven't please, done it at all. There you go. Please That's help me together. finish my catalyst. I hate that that catalyst needs <laughs> other people using the gun. It's so stupid. I mean, but stupid. Is it though? It, it's literally the Rat King. I mean, you can't be the Rat King without other rats. I know you I, need a rat pack, but still, I mean, nobody I mean, uses the damn I, gun. I will I'm, do it with you at some I'm, point. You and me can run it. It's fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've proven you are not worthy of the Rat King by not being the Rat King. No. <laughs> I think I have to check mine now. I think I think I remember doing mine a million years. Not sure. You actually <laughs> finished yours? Oh, you dirty dog. I think I did because I think I I forced blue screen or pan or whoever was also like we need to get this done. It's like all right, we're gonna run strikes with the stupid thing on until we get it done. Uh, <laughs> it was sad. So yeah, as I said at the right. beginning, with our grandmasters and our nightfalls next week, they haven't actually said whether the grandmasters are going to be on on rotation, but we do have the hollowed layer. So going back from six weeks ago, still in our show notes from now, we have the hollowed layer grandmaster nightfall guides. I think it was above and fallout with a couple of extra tips in there. But for this week, with the Proving Grounds, we have Cheese Forever giving you five cheeses that might help you out. 
Lucky 10p has a good boss uh, cheese at the end if you need help with doing that. Uh, there was also uh, Mano Destra. He did a uh, tank cheesing kind of, well, it's not really a cheese. It's more of a strat in the tank room to melt one of the tanks down really, really quickly and take out those. So if you're doing the gems, there's that. I'll also link the above and as to cross his video because he did it actually with fallout so he made a separate video from fallout i don't know why but i thought we'd mix it up this week and have an as to cross video so you've got above and as to cross going through the whole thing basically you know telling you where to stand what to do i did you i well i tried to do a gm this week with a couple of randoms off of lfg and they went off and they were doing their own thing and i was like okay so we're not even gonna try and do one of the strats that i've watched okay uh, they were talking in their own language they were doing whatever they wanted to do so i was just trying to do the best support that i could be it didn't go very well when we got to the tank room so <laughs> let's just say i haven't done the gm this week but um that wasn't through not watching the videos i i watched the videos i, I tried the strats as best i could it doesn't help when you don't have the other two doing it at the same time so i do recommend taking in a fire team that are all on the same page when doing one of these GMs. Not necessarily, not necessarily doing a normal nightfall, because when you fail, you don't get kicked back to orbit. It's only the GMs. So, in, tip, in addition, um, bring a team that speaks the same language. Oh yeah, yeah, do that as well. Astacross <laughs> had a good video too about the darkest before. He called the dankest before. Shows you that that pulse rifle is actually pretty phenomenal in our current sandbox and it's underrated it's what i use in my pvp if i'm not using the messenger oh, because it's, it's underrated it's amazing yeah no it, it's it, well it's rated amazing. yeah and you know what respawn will do he will drop the link in the chat for me to put in our show notes so I that you will. know what he's talking about i will do that right now do that right now before you I forget Boop. um i don't want to save the playlist anywhere be fine yep. i'm working on it Copy it. in the clip. Here Good. we go. <laughs> Copy. Here we go. Right. Show notes. It's in show notes. Right there. The the only thing that I kind of disagree with Astacross on in the video is his god roll is full auto surplus, uh staggering rounds. I forgot what those are called. Um Yeah, and, and that, that that it's really good. I had that roll. But the role I like better is full auto with overflow, ricochet rounds, and small bore. The ricochet rounds with small bore actually give me more stability and range than the the god roll that he described. The only thing that's better about his god roll is he would have faster reload speed and faster and better handling. That's really it. So you just, you just pray to a different god. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like having the range and the stability better, and it's still full auto. And then, of course, I get double magazine if I pick up special. So that's just my input. But it's 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 a phenomenal pulse rifle. If you don't have one, get one. Watch Astacross's video. And, uh, yeah, take a look. It's it it might be on my list of things to do next week. Yep. And and where might I go find this this lovely video, this lovely uh, pulse rifle? Where can I get that? Uh, that is in the, the dungeon that is called... Uh, it's called. You can access it from the tower. 
the dredging, the dredging dungeon. Mm-hmm. The I'm gonna go see the drifter. Whoops, I'm in a dungeon. Yeah, Probably. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you see the nine Prophecy? at the end. Prophecy, Prophecy dungeon. There you yes. go. Selectable via the tower. Yes. Yeah. If you're going to visit the drifter and you see a big angry knight, you've hit the wrong button. Turn back. No, no you've hit the right button. That is where you want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do have three videos left for you for this week for yeah. tips, tricks. Crazy Mr. Pips has a um, how to use a bow like a video. Really, really good. And I do recommend you watching it, especially you, Respawn, because you seem not to be struggling good. with bows. That man is way too good at bows. It, it, it's not right. I don't like it. No one should be that good with a bow in PvP. No, no, he's he's second only to me. Uh, we have the Titan Wolverine build from Spider Sides this week. So if you want to kind of look like Wolverine with the colours and things, you know, you know, not necessarily actually being Wolverine, because well, that would be completely broken <laughs> in PvP if if you're Wolverine and just constantly healing. It's just a look of looking like Wolverine. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, and then True Vanguard has the. Sorry? I want claws. No, they don't give you the claws. Mm. I just have claws. Well, I mean, it's more of a spike, but yeah. And then finally, True Vanguard has the punching outside arm. Uh, so this is the new one that you can get from the Strike playlist. Um, has some interesting perks. It's a Soros rapid fire frame. Have a look at it. If you haven't got a Fool's Remedy from Iron Banner, this may be one that you want to look at so check that video out that's it that's all my videos that's it i'm here to help the people but i'm still angry at bungie mm-hmm. he's a mis- quad 100 oh that's too loud they don't need your help they have their they own help they, they need help yeah. and don't forget to check uh ada one down in the bottom bases of the tower and the gunsmith every day if you are missing any mods from any of the previous seasons. That's one thing that I see quite a lot of on YouTube and Twitter, people posting, right, this is going live. This is live today. Go and check this out if you don't have this mod, because there are a lot of Warmind Cell mods. Even I'm missing one or two that don't seem to have come up or I've completely missed from... And I did, literally, there wasn't anything that I kind of missed from that season apart from the mods, and that was only because they just wouldn't drop from the activity. But... Yeah, so I, I, even I'm still missing a few of those Warmind Cell mods uh, that I'm kind of looking out for. But they, they have um, the Well mods, they have the Warmind Cell mods. Just, it's worth keep checking in daily. Have a look on Twitter. I do believe there are a couple of um, places like uh, Destiny News Plus that do highlight when some of the, the well-known ones that kind of come up, like uh, when Powerful Friends comes up and things like that. So, yeah, keep an eye out for those if you are missing some of those. Yeah. Any other tips that you guys can give? Um, if you are on Twitter, there is a bot literally called Destiny Insights at Destiny Insights that will list what Banshee is selling every day, what Ada is selling every day. Um, and also, if you follow Destiny Tracker, they have a number of things like what the Lost Sector rotations are for the day. So if you want to get your news through Twitter, there's a number of good places of bots and uh, list of people put together to follow. There you go. I, know. I think that's I think that's everything. So I think it's I think it's about that time. And oh, I, I'm gonna guess that that nobody nobody saw not Arf out in the world. I, I didn't see anybody telling us that they had found Arf. No, no, yeah. no sightings. No mm. Yeah. So he's he's eluded everyone yet again. So we're gonna run our Arf uh, Arf bounty again. If you see not Arf in the world, capture him, video clip him, send, send him to the show. 
we want to have fun at his expense because that's what we're here to do. So yeah. Don't forget, we still we're gonna give a prize away if for the best picture or video for finding not off. He is aware. I I did message him at the beginning of the week and said basically you are now a bounty. People will oh, be looking for you. Fun. So, so he's just like, not even going online. I, I may that. have to kind of jump on my account then. So I do believe he has been on his account this week. So you do mm. just have to find him. And live in the UK where there are no bungee bounties or a bunch. This is a two Titan bounty. Go find him. <laughs> we don't count. Although remember, if you go and if you find respawn in the tower, what is it we have to tell him? About economies and how they. There work. you go. He, he's good. He's remembered. Well done, respawn. Shut up. <laughs> Respawn, have you gotten anything to drop this week? No. Have you picked up any bounties this week? Yes. Okay. Hey, <laughs> progress. We're learning. It was I, on I, video I, this morning. I have proof I picked up bounties. I have proof I I completed them. Don't forget next week, them. Respawn, double Nightfall rewards. So you'll get oh, double shards God. when you get a no, shard. No, I'll get, I'll get double opportunities of not getting shards. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, you're getting double something. Yeah, I'm gonna double my time on out of here, and uh, we need to go. Yeah, double time and out. Thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and night demon. Your hunters, no one responds in real life. Your lower scribe still out there. Not our, not here. Not interesting this week. Has nothing for you. You can email the show at two titans at hunter hotmail.com. We're on the on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Really, we're there in the world. Two titans and a hunter. Not two titans. They're Russian. We don't know what they're saying. Probably all good things because all good Titan dads do. Find all your favorite guardians on Destiny. That's where we live. That's where we play it. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And for the love of all that is good, go to YouTube, give us a follow. Nate Demon works very, very hard on the president I sent and then absolutely dropped in his lap to continue with. So go enjoy the show on YouTube because why would you not? And until next week, goodbye, gents. There you Nonsense for nonsense reasons. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Ha ha ha.